it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gut. together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Hey, this is Booker T, WCW five-time champion and WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to In The Room. Now, can you dig that, sucker? On the VOC Nation Radio Network, VOCNation.com, where we're streaming live on here. I apologize. Uh, for some reason, our provider was giving me trouble there. I, that, in fact, that was the first thing I said, and nobody heard me. But that was the first thing I said was, this just this ain't working right. And then nobody was there. Uh, <laughs> listen, it's been a wild uh, whirlwind couple of days. As we uh, embark on our new partnership with AdvertiseCast, and I, I definitely want to talk about that, and uh, lots of exciting stuff going on with that. But before I get to any of it, I want to introduce the one and only lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Brady? I, you know, I, it's a lot nicer when you hear me say hi to you and you answer it. It's uh. <laughs> it's a lot nicer. It's a lot nicer. I'm sorry about that. Uh, also joining us, the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. What's going on, my friend? As Gene Oakland would say, we're live, pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and when you know, I put us in commercial, and I I kind of like rebooted my system and came back, and I joined you guys in that private area. And did I not sound like Mean Gene when the SummerSlam sign fell behind me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh. Uh, 
<laughs> Maniac Matt Grimm, my friend and yours. Uh, how you doing, Matt? What's going on? Oh, come on, Brady. You know I don't have any friends. <laughs> uh, it's uh, true, Kathy. He's like God. Dexter. No, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Well, wait, you're still alive. I haven't told you yet. Well, I haven't done anything that bad yet. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, 914-338-1885. So, I got big news, Kathy, right before I came on the air tonight, and I want to share it with you guys. Uh, I am uh, I am officially negative. I, 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 uh, I do not have the Rona, as they say. Well, yeah, I, I got the test result back from, uh, from Sunday. And I didn't think I had it, but in the back of my head, the doctor kept saying, well, you might, and you might wake up something fierce on Tuesday or Wednesday, and it's going to be really bad. And uh, so... <laughs> That got him okay. I am glad about that. Well, no, that's so, why when you said um, that, I was asking all the questions. Yeah, yeah, I, and I figured because it was really just the temperature. For those who missed it, yeah, I, I had a, I had a scare. I, I, my fever peaked at 102. I was like that for a couple of hours where I couldn't even get up from the couch. It was crazy, uh, but thank mm. God I'm okay. So. I just think I was dehydrated and overworked. In fact, I missed the uh, pretzel mania because of it. I, I, Kathy, you yes, know, I you really would have thought about going. I, I, I hear it was a great time. I, I know other people were in my predicament and didn't make it as well. Um, I just couldn't yeah. bear the thought. First of all, I couldn't bear the thought of driving an hour and a half um, and then putting other people at risk if I did have it. Second of all, Kathy, all that aside, I didn't want to go there and have my temperature checked and have them send me right home. Yep. <clears throat> well, I was doing things so. at the front door. And one kid came in, he was a little high, not, he was 99. Mm-hmm. And the mother's like, he runs high. And I said, all right, let's sit him down. We sat him down. I checked it again. And it was still 99. I talked to the guys, and the, and the mother said, no, he runs high. I said, okay. Yeah. I always ran high. I always, I don't know. I don't know, whatever. But I never ran 102, so. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's, uh. So, so I, I was very glad about that, and, and there's certainly a lot we can talk about tonight. Uh, you know, we're coming off of, uh, I guess, is it full gear? It's not metal gear. I always want to say it's metal gear. Totally different than that, uh, but full gear. Full, full now gear I want to see Saturday. Snake come out from under the ring with, like, with like a yeah. SOCOM pistol and, a, and, and just <laughs> choke somebody out. <laughs> you know, yeah. no life. And I lent that game to my cousin around like 15 or 20 years ago, and I never got it back, and he's gone now, so I, I don't think I'm ever getting to. But once in a while, Matt, I just like, I want to hide around the corner and just be like, huh, what was that noise? You know, it's just, what was that it, noise? there's a temptation there. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hide in a locker. Um, exactly. I'd like to hide Cardboard in a locker box. sometimes as a wrestling fan. It's like, it's just my, my tendency. It's what I feel like I want to do. Um, but yeah, no, so we can talk about uh, Full Gear tonight. Uh, we can talk about Survivor Series, which is coming up in a couple weeks. I actually think it's going to be a decent show. I am excited mm-hmm. about it. Um, yeah, and, uh, and we also have a very cool guest, uh, assuming that he shows up. He, he hasn't answered my confirmation text tonight, Kathy, that he wanted, but uh, I'm hoping... That we're going to have Prince Nana on the line, who of course was uh, part of Ring of Honor for a while, the, uh, the leader of the embassy. He's a he's a business entrepreneur, Kathy. Uh, uh, Matt, he tried to sell me on his uh, triangle uh, scheme yesterday. I, I sat in on a. Uh, he made it sound like he was starting a promotion, and then I go in, and it's really just like a, like a, 
a business that I could buy into, and then I make money if my friends buy into it. Like Amway? Somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. Wow. laughs> Somewhat. But he's a great guy. I've known him for years. I, I have. And I, I'm excited to uh, to be able to talk to Nana tonight. This is the guy I was at a convention, Kathy. And um, I hadn't seen him in a couple of years at that point. And I came up to him to say hi. And he's like, hey, he's like, let's get a picture together. And I'm like, all right, sure. And he takes off his jacket, his, you know, his Prince Nana garb. Because he's legitimately, mm-hmm. he's legitimately a prince. He's, um... Where was he yeah. from? He's from uh, he's, he's from Ghana, and uh, he's yeah. legitimately like has like that in his blood. Uh, so he gives me like his royal robe, and and you know we take a picture together, Matt, and he says that'll be ten dollars. <laughs> hmm. Now you yeah, know how I got uh, to be with Elsie. <laughs> yeah, he don't know me very well. Not too slick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. I also wanted to mention, and it was part of my big intro uh, that you guys all missed because the provider was being crap for me. Uh, <laughs> but we entered into this partnership with AdvertiseCast, uh, you know, about probably about a week, week and a half ago. And uh, today it was announced that our pro- and by the way that that agreement has seen AdvertiseCast acquire. Uh, the exclusive rights to air all VOC Nation programs that are on the network. And they pay us very nicely to do it, which is great because for the first time ever that I can remember, uh, we're actually breaking even. And I don't mean like breaking even like Bruce Word is like writing us checks to like keep this thing going. We're actually like on the cusp of breaking even now, which is an amazing thing and even starting to maybe turn a profit and we'll be able to do something with this, I'm hoping. Uh, But in any event, it was announced today uh, just 10 days after that agreement, that uh, AdvertiseCast has been purchased by Spotify. So we're now exclusively part of the Spotify family, which is crazy to think wow. about uh, wow, how quickly awesome. things have changed just in the last, like, yeah. but it's cool. I'm excited. Wow. I'm ex- I, don't, I don't know the ramifications of that. I, I don't. I, I'm assuming that uh, we'll still be available on other platforms, uh, but our feed is going to run through Spotify servers, and, and they're the ones that are uh, going to be paying us for content. So, I mean, it's a cool thing. It, it really is. Um, so lots to talk about tonight. Lots to talk about. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys really got a chance to watch Full Gear, um, but it included, in my opinion, uh, one of the greatest matches that I've seen in a long, long, long time. Actually, two matches that I think are two of the greatest that I've seen in a long time. Um, now, some people are debating really if the right guy won, at least in, in the tag match that, that the Bucks and, and, uh, and FTR, and uh, certainly the Kenny Omega match, in spite of the, the crazy intro uh, where it makes him sound like the biggest deal ever. Um, I, I thought it was an yeah. amazing match. And I'm excited to see Kenny Omega and Dean Ambrose. I think it's going to be really good. So, yeah, uh, I, I thought yeah. both of those were great. And even like the Matt Hardy stuff, it's like he, he held off long enough that like it's been a while since we got one of those crazy movie matches. I was okay with it. I really was. Uh, the Hurricane stuff was a little cheesy and, and obviously Gangrel. Jim Ross had the line of the night, Matt. He, he was, he was uh, Gangrel was fighting Private Party and he said, <laughs> do Private Party even know who Gangrel is? Who <laughs> Gangrel is. That's great. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, who's he taking a shot at there? <laughs> Get that man a drink. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so yeah, so so I mean, it, you know, it's um, it, it was a good show. It, it was a very good show. Um, even Eddie Kingston, like I love me some Eddie Kingston. It was great to see him in that main event spot. I, I know it was a step up for him, and it it probably felt a little weird because he's not usually the kind of guy that you put in that spot. Uh, but I really liked the work that he did against uh, John Moxley. I, I thought that uh, I, I I enjoyed the show. I I have to say, so um, yeah, it was a good show. Did 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 you have a favorite from the show, Matt? Uh, it's between Kenny and and Page and the Bucks and FTR. Um, yeah, I mean it's I don't know <laughs> the thing about AEW is that their tag matches are just so good, like. Think about that one that we just it's saw. Like an Iron Man from, <laughs> Yeah. And then from earlier this year when it was Paige and Omega against the, against the Bucks. Like, yeah. either one of them could have been the best tag team match in a five-year span. And we got two of them yeah, in yeah. one year. It's crazy. No, you're right. You're, you're right. I, I uh, So it was very enjoyable. It was. Um <laughs> And I saw Jim Cornette is just trashing FTR now. I guess because uh, I, I I guess because the, the Bucks won and they won. I I can't even say it was convincingly. I mean, it was a it was a long drawn out close match. To me, um, they'll be stupid if they don't have FTR win the rematch at the next pay per view. And then you you could I mean you could proceed with this thing for at least six to nine months. I would think at least uh, just because of all the excitement that people have for these two teams. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. think you can get a lot of mileage out of get it. Get a lot of mileage. Stro, do I bother I mean, to ask it's... what you thought of it? <laughs> well, oh, the, the match itself was uh, great. It had good psychology. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I really think the screen match, quote unquote, could really instead turn into something even better, into a really long hot feud with them, if if they oh, I go that so. route. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope. The, so. I know the build up was kind of a letdown, of course, but. I, I think this could really turn around to their favor. It'll be something big if they'll do it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, I was kind of looking at um, WWE, if you guys are up for switching gears. Um, so for Survivor Series, I, I had mentioned how I thought it was strange that uh, Randy Orton was going to be taking on Roman Reigns at Survivor Series, uh, champion versus champion. Uh, it just seems strange to me that Randy would win the belt this close to that show when the natural match to me to make would be Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. Well, they gave themselves the out yesterday, and I don't know if uh, people picked up on it. I, I don't really think that people are thinking about it happening. I don't know if WWE really thought it through when they made the change in the first place, but if Drew McIntyre wins that belt next week, you could very feasibly Drew Drew versus Roman which is the match that I thought that they should have done. And uh, and you could do Randy against Bray. Yeah, I don't know about doing, you know, heel against heel, yeah. you know, uh, champions but non-title match. I, I just hate Survivor Series at this point. Um, like the way, just the way the show is structured. And it's just taking matches, uh, there's no... There's no storyline with any of this stuff involved. So yeah, yeah, it's like yes, but you're automatically going to devalue one champion per match. Why do you? Why would you do that? 
Exactly. What's the payoff? It it doesn't make sense. All you're doing is damaging half of the brand. Yeah, I mean, I I can't disagree. Actually, like, and what I've been saying, I mean, we've we've talked about this for years. Uh, in terms of the elimination matches, it would make more sense instead of doing brand versus brand is to do the teams based around the feuds that are going on in that particular brand. The only time right. that these cross promotional matches should be happening really is at WrestleMania, and in that case, yeah. it should be title versus title. Right, and and it's a, you still have to build up the story. It can't just be, well, you're holding this title right now, and he's on the other show holding yeah. the equivalent title, so you two are going to fight. No, do something to make it personal. Like, add stakes to it. Yeah. Well, that's, like, that's where the Royal Rumble can be a helpful tool. I mean, a lot of times they'll use the Royal Rumble to set that up. These last 20 years since they really started doing the brand stuff, you know? Yes. It's, God, yeah. has it really been that long? Yeah, it has. That's crazy. 18 years. <laughs> I've lied. Right. I, know, I know there were a couple years where they didn't have it, but yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Time does fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, where were you, right? I I had all my hair in tw- in two thousand two. So. Oh jeez. Two thousand two. My grandparents were telling me stop wearing a hat so much. I would uh, lose my hair, Kathy. Oh, man. So, anyway. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. I got it. It's right here. <laughs> the crickets. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The crickets. They should have, the you know, they're always piping, like, uh, you know, crowd and, crowd Brady, did and you USA chants. And... Go ahead. Brady, did you reach out to Nana? Yes. Okay, because he's trying to call me. Well, I told him I would call him at 9.30. Okay. Can you just text him and say, uh... I mean, I'm, you know... I I don't know. I don't know. I told him I'd call him at 9.30, so... Uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We'll try him. If he's not there, then he's not there. Uh, So, anyway... Uh, what was I saying? I forget. Your, hi- now. your highness is waiting, Brady. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> you know, the second he tried to sell me an energy bill in exchange for a uh, in exchange for an interview, I almost said no. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm going. To drink. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm going That's with. Uh, Unfortunately, now I, I'm going with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with, with Ghanaian power. I'm only kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so 914-338-1885. Uh, let me, um, you know what, we're, we'll take a commercial break, and we'll get our ducks in a row. I'm going to call Nana and see what's going on, make sure everything's okay. And Because uh, I've been doing this a while, and I think this is the first time that that's ever happened, where the guy started trying to call me before the time that I was going to call him. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll be right back, guys. Uh, just hang tight. 914-338-1885. Lots of room on the phone lines. I promise we'll get to you guys uh, after we talk to Nana. This is your sister, the Doctor of Style, and you're okay. listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you're a there, too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests. 
like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls, and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mama. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan. 
Keto Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Richard Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the chat. All right, sorry about that, guys. Uh, we were uh, we were going through some technical issues behind the scenes there, but I think we got it squared away. And I'm very excited to talk to our next guest because uh, it, it, it's been a long time. Well, actually, for me, it's only been about a day. Uh, but I couldn't be more excited to talk with this man, uh, Prince Nana. Uh, you guys may know him from Ring of Honor. You may know him from the Independence up and down the Northeast. Uh, this guy's been around for a while, and uh, he's a he's a business tycoon as well, Kathy. Lots to uh, talk about and get excited about tonight. What's going on, Prince Nana? How you doing my tonight, friend. man? My friends, my friends, Kathy, <laughs> I love you to death, all right? I love you I to love death. You, and, if it, and if it wasn't for Kathy, all right, I wouldn't be on the call tonight because I was really? looking, I was searching all over, all right? I was just getting a back rub. Not too long ago, so then I had to jump out of that because I thought it was 9.30. It was only 9 o'clock. Oh, no. But thank God I have <laughs> Kathy's personal Facebook page. I love you, Kathy. How are you? <laughs> I love you too, Nana. How you been? Oh, my God. I've been good. I've been good. It's been too long. Thank God I saw you a few months back, you know, before it got too crazy. But things are good. Uh, Brandy, you know I call you Brandy, even though your name is Brady. Yeah. All right, but you <laughs> know things good, are brother. good. Things are good, you know, and and I couldn't feel more blessed. Thank you for having me on the show. Who is the other? I, you know what? This is something. Uh, first of all, if you need a back rub, I can send Kathy up there. She'll be up in like two hours. It'll be great. Hey, Kathy. <laughs> Kathy usually recommends all of the nice ones for me, so she already been hooking me up for years, my friend. Don't worry. That's she knows. Uh, That's my husband. She does. Go she Kathy. does. Well, <laughs> I hear another I gotta, voice I, on the line, but I'm I'm like curious if it's just like a ventriloquist voice or is it a voice that you're doing? I heard another voice. I'm good I know like Kathy that, is there. <laughs> I'm good like that, Prince. <laughs> uh, we we also like that, have. Uh, we also have Maestro, Stro Maestro from WCW. Maestro. Oh, yeah. Maestro. What's up, boss? How are you, my good friend? Hey, brother. Good to hear your voice, man. <laughs> I did miss your voice, man. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's something else, man. The pandemic had everybody locked up in a capsule. But, you know, I've been making my rounds online. You know I've been making my rounds, Brady. All right? And, you know, things are good. You got to keep going. You got to keep pushing. Oh, yeah, you you always got to be hustling, and I definitely want to talk about a lot of the stuff that you got going on 
as far as business and, and ideas to uh, generate capital. It's, a, it's an amazing plan that you've kind of come up with, and I definitely want to talk about that tonight. But for wrestling fans, uh, because I think a lot of the people listening to this right now are certainly wrestling fans and certainly were fans of Ring of Honor and have seen you at other shows. Uh, tell people a little bit about what you've been up to, really, since they've seen you on TV so much. Uh, you know what? I've been uh, self, you know, uh, self-containing myself. You know, realizing that I had to take a step back and and kind of make sure that, uh, you know, uh, the family was good, that the the the, the business that, um, you know, is going to be holding me down for the you know the next half of my life or whatever. You know, I have to make sure that that's in place. Um, and, and at the point when I was just leaving off of TV, you know, there just wasn't, it, it just didn't click for me, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know how the wrestling companies felt, you know, if they felt like it did click, obviously I would be there, but if it's not clicking, then, you know, I, I'd rather go in and regroup or, or be offered a, a, an opportunity that's you know, going to help me grow and, and, and that they're going to appreciate it and it's going to be worthwhile for all parties. So, you know, I've been, you know, focusing on the business, focusing on family health, you know, and, and, and thankful to, to, to be able to continue to get back rubs and, and nail clipping uh, <laughs> sessions. All right? Nothing but the best. That's right. Nothing. The, uh, the royal treatment, as, as you will. That's right. Uh, Only I, the not... finest, my friend. <laughs> And I remember, you know, uh, you were you were there uh, working out in the ring the first time uh, I went to an independent show, which was ECWA back, and I'm going to guess around like 2007. <laughs> uh, you were there, wow. and, and you were always so so kind and welcoming to me, uh, who was a total stranger. But you were always uh, nothing but the best, and I always appreciated that. Like, how oh, important good. is that? Like, is is that a lost message on wrestlers? Do you think uh, to be nice to people around you? It doesn't really matter who you are, because that that's a little secret. I don't know how deep it is, but you're a really nice guy. I really appreciate that. I, you know, the the main thing is because I don't really like to be treated. Um, like in a really kind of like messed up way, you know, I, I just don't believe in it. I just don't, you know, and, and, you know, the only time I start to really treat people, I guess, bad is when they, I guess, treat me bad, you know, and and I don't, okay. I also don't believe in, you know, uh, eye for an eye and all that stuff. You know, I try to let things go and I try to, you know, reason with people, you know, um, but my biggest thing is, you know, I I I know, uh, you know, you know, I went to a camp in 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 upstate New York. It's called Camp Dudley. All right, it's one of the, not one of the, it's the first uh, sleepaway camp in America. All right, they're almost a hundred years okay. old. It's a very well known camp wow. called Camp Dudley. All right, they recently became mm-hmm. a, a female and male camp, but for many many years, and and when I was going, it was all male. It was an all-male camp, okay? And we came up with the values of the other fellow first, you know? And I used those those values on my way all the way up from, you know, elementary school, high school, college, professional wrestling, business. And I always just, it, you know, business just seemed to always be better that way. You know, did I get burnt some of those times? Maybe all of the times? Yeah, but, you know, you can't really think about it. You really got to just... Uh, more be concerned with helping people in order to 
get your blessings. And and I'm blessed, my friend. Okay, okay. Uh, I I can tell. Um, it, it almost seems like a lot of what you talk about. Um, for those who don't know, I'm not even sure if you're familiar with it, but uh, <laughs> the secret, the, the the book, the secret. I think it's Ron. Oh, Burns, I love it. I love that it. book. It, wow. It, it seems like that seems like you. That just seems it like you me. to me, and I, I could apply it to your wrestling, to your business, to your life. It it, it it's funny that you said that because I wasn't expecting the call to go that way. But it's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's exactly what it is, uh, Brady. And Kathy has been a witness. All right. If there's anyone on the line right now, Kathy has been a witness. There's guys that are signed to the <laughs> WWE that are witnesses. I don't need to be on TV. I, I've all, you know, I don't. I've already created everything I need. I created it. When I'm ready to go back on TV, I'm going back on TV. You were mm-hmm. on that call yesterday, Brady. Yes. All it takes is implementing the idea. You know, and, and if people want to get on the ride with me, it's fine. A proven, you know, sports entertainer, producer, executive producer, you know, halfway booker, you know, promoter, all of these things wrapped up in a ball, all right? So if they don't want to hire me, I have to hire myself, right or wrong? Well, sure, you got to take care of yourself. Right or wrong? You're right. Right. You're right. Right, right. (laughs) So that's that's all I'm doing. And and all I'm doing on on, on the flip side of that is teaching people in in, in, in the wrestling business how to do the same thing, all right? People who haven't completely gotten to where they want to go yet, but they're still going there. You you know, when you have a dream, you don't ever want to stop. You know, and a lot of the reasons why people stop is because, oh, because of money. Oh, because this place is too far. Oh, I'm too short. I'm too tall. Oh, I look like this. Oh, I look like that. And always, usually, it's about money. So there's an opportunity to change that. Now what is your excuse? Okay, so like, yes, yes, I'm very familiar with the law of attraction and and me personally, I like to uh, attract positivity and and you know health and and happiness to my friends and and wealth, you know, and and that's basically what what you know the Prince Nana brand and the embassy has always been about. Very cool. Uh, now you mentioned the embassy, and I I gotta ask you about that because I think a lot of fans uh, remember that time when they were running roughshod a couple times that they were running roughshod in ring of honor. (laughs) It was was a great time to be a wrestling fan. I, I actually, I don't know if you remember this, uh, but you actually introduced me to the HD net crowd because I was standing at ringside and you grabbed me by the collar and called me fat boy. And I made TV Nana. So I got to thank you for that. Uh, (laughs) You know, I take that back. I take that back from anybody who's out there. I used to be a big boy. That's why I used to talk like that. All right? No offense to anyone I love out it, there. Though. I love it. You're just, oh. you, listen, it was an amazing story that you guys told. Uh, what are your memories from the embassy? And uh, how much fun? It looked like you guys were having fun. Was it as much fun oh, as man, it was? Oh, man, it was, let me tell you something. I felt like I was in WWF, uh, you know, WrestleMania 8, 9, you know, 4, 5, like, that's how it used to feel, you know, Survivor yeah. Series with Ric Flair and Mr. Perfect, like, those times. Like, it was like, you know, and then going to the NWA, you know, um, you know, Bash at the Beat, it, it was like that vibe just going on. Like, we were professionals, all right? 
we were professionals. We were we were turning heads, my friend. We weren't forcing people to turn their heads. We were turning heads. All right. When 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 I say forcing, it's like you know when you're forcing someone to like something. That's not that's not what my era or what uh, I do when I'm creating things. You know, I like mm-hmm. to create natural, you know, pull, and that's what I do. When you implement me in any company or what it, what it is that's going on, it's a natural pull. All right, you know, and and that's it. Like my biggest like memory and and just like not memory, but some of the fondest memories was just you know. Forget it. Jimmy Ray was a, a very hard worker. You know, what he's going through or what he's been through after Ring of Honor, that's none of my business. I always wish him well. That's number one. I always pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, that's number two. I'm always there for him because we were on the road together. We did things. So that's what, you know, um, you know I really enjoy about the whole Ring of Honor experience, you know, is, uh, you know, the friendships that I did make. I may not speaking to too many people now, but, you know, I made some really good friendships, and, and we had some really good times working hard on the road to make sure that the fans were coming back, you know, uh, each and every time, you know, wanting more and, and wanting to be around us and really creating, you know, new stars that you see are in the top of the wrestling business today. Look at the Young Bucks. Look at, you know, um, Samoa Joe. Look at Spanky. Look at this one, that one. So many names. AJ Styles. You know, and, and, and I feel so happy to have worked and, and, you know, had these individuals in my life. It just shows you how powerful life can be when you really, you know, focus on something. We must be, like, connected mentally or something because you just keep feeding into my next question, which is amazing. Uh, do, do, I mean, you know, you mention all these names, and I look at, like, you know, I mean, when you're talking, like, Mia Yim, you're talking, like, Tommaso, you know, uh, Jimmy Rave, obviously, uh, and all these different names that you were uh, in Ring of Honor with. And and th- did it feel at the time like all these talent, like all this talent was going to be as big as they became. Is that something that you knew then, or is it something yeah. that took time to kind of realize? No, I knew. I knew because okay. I knew I was a big talent. You had to well, be sure. good. You had to be good to work with Prince Nana. Like, that was the, you know, I already, I'm not saying I established myself, like, I was already establishing myself, and that was through companies like ECWA, you know, at the time. You know, uh, it was through companies like at the time ICW that was doing, you know, um, you know, consistent work that, you know, was kind of more, um, you know, to that era of the Ring of Honor style, uh, you know, and, and being, you know, um, consistent with the dream that, you know, that was Ring of Honor. You know, because like Ring of Honor, I didn't get, you know, I never came in after. I didn't come in, you know, years later. It was right there in the beginning, first show, you know, the first breath, you know, when whoever spoke about it, when they brought it up, then the next breath came to me. You understand what I'm saying? So, and whoever else was on that beginning roster. So, you know, I feel blessed because someone noticed my talent back then and it happened to be Gabe Sapolsky. You know, I'm blessed to have, you know, met in my life. Yeah, we had our ups and downs, but it's a blessing to have met him. You know, because if it wasn't for him and a whole host of other people, a whole lot of other people, I wouldn't have been successful and neither would have, uh, you know, um, any of the guys that signed to the 
the WWE and so on and so forth. So, you know, it's not mind-blowing to see them succeeding. You know, it's just mm-hmm. mind-blowing to know that I'm not there. Okay, so, so if that's, you know, that, if is, that answers yeah. your question. If that answers your question, that's that's the answer to the question there. It's not a surprise. <laughs> I know, right. it's funny. It's really funny, but, you know, it's not a surprise. It's, you know, because everyone I ever worked with directly... Uh, you know, we worked and made each other, you know, better and 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 ready yeah. for the next step and so on and so forth. So hats off to everyone I ever worked with, and I appreciate you. Well, you talked earlier about not being afraid to step away um, if if things aren't quite exactly like where you want them to be to, to just right. to kind of reset. Rebra- I forget the word that you use, but basically to reset and take some time. So regroup. Like, yeah. How important Whatever. reboot. So like, how important is it to like kind of stay on top of things creatively in wrestling and in life? Well, you know, um, right now in wrestling, just to answer that question in wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, that people have to understand that it's, um, you know, a wrestling business, a wrestling industry. You know, mm-hmm. um, you have to con- constantly be updating yourself and evolving. And if you're a wrestler in the ring, you have to constantly be training like, a, a, you know, an animal. You know, when I was really training and, and, and you know, pursuing being a, a wrestler in the ring, you know, I wasn't sitting at home hanging out or anything like that. I was in training. I was going to training every day, going to shows, going to training, going to shows, going to training. You know, shows are training also until you get signed. I don't care what anyone says. All the events you do, all the, there could be a million events on the independents. Until you get to WWE or one of the bigger, you know, television shows, you're training. It's, 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 it's you know, practice. You know, this is something I learned from... Years ago from, you know, people like Johnny Rods, you know, until you get that to that spot, it's practice. So, you know, I've just been lucky enough to, you know, uh, you know, see Ring of Honor or, 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 or be there with Ring of Honor as we practiced together and made it a big company now owned by Sinclair Broadcast Group. But stepping away and, and resetting yourself is something you, 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 you have to do. Uh, because you have to be able to balance life. You know, you have to be able to say, you know what, I, this is not all that I'm about. You know what I mean? Like, if this is not all that I'm about. What else do I bring to the table? Who else can I help? You know, I, yeah, I want to pursue my career in wrestling, but can I help someone else get a career in wrestling? Like, if it's, you know, people who are like the me, 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 you know, hey, you know, some of them get, on and they get, you know, into these, you know, honorable positions, but they're miserable and I don't ever want to be like that. So I'm very just, you know, on top of everything in wrestling, mainly through, you know, social media and watching and staying up with who's good and making sure I support mm-hmm. the young guys, like their stuff, interact with them, comment on the wall, you know, and follow them. When they follow you on Twitter, follow them back, you know, Stuff like that. So this way people can kind of admire you. And in life, you know, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat. You know, as soon as I get off the phone, it's back to real life. And real life is not easy. You know, real life is not easy. So the best thing to do is to reach out. All right? Is to reach out. And I noticed that. Being around people, having a team, being able to pick up the phone and say, oh, you know, today I'm not feeling good today. You know, what, whatever it is. You know, just to keep 
the energy going. Because if one friend is busy, then another one should be open if they're on your team. And that's how, you know, big organizations have been built. That's how big companies have been structured and, and, and they're, you know, well noted today in history. Uh, I, I mean, I, at least one more wrestling question for Mayan. Well, maybe two, but I, 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 I got to ask you about uh, the idea of being a talent scout. I mean, you, you did that for a little while for Ring of Honor and, and obviously helped bring a lot of uh, great talent into the company. Uh, how cool was that for you as somebody who likes to help people to get to see uh, basically names that you introduced kind of become the next stars there? I love it. I love it because it's like, uh, you know, uh, that's what we're here for. I wish the guys, some of the older guys would have done that for me. You know, and some of them did, like um, the Spanish Angel, hats off to him. That's one of my favorite people ever in the wrestling business. He took me on the road with him and Danny Doring, you know, and we all went up and down on the road, Jersey Shore, at the ECW events. I broke the ring down, picked it up, helped out. You know, and he he always said, you know, you have to try, Nana. You have to, you know, Angel was definitely one of the people there in the beginning of my career just helping me in the ring. And and just he gave me a lot of confidence. You know, Devon also and a few other people as well. So, you know, it's, um, what was the question again? I was just asking you about the the talent scouting for Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. So, So just like as far as talent scouting, it's like, you know, I, I'm just blessed to be able to, you know, help somebody like the way like someone like Angel and Devon, yeah. you know, helped me, you know. But, you know, positioning someone, telling someone, you know, I was on a, a call and it's going to be released um, in the next few days. I'm going to, you know, put out a, a advertisement on it. But I did a big interview with Jay Chung, the beautiful Jay Chung. All right. Do you know who I'm wow. talking about? Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, the beautiful Jay and, and, you know, she was like, you know, we got into that question also about uh, how did you get started or how did you come to the ring, ring of Honor? And when she told me the story, I was like, I had a complete blank, a complete blank. You know, she told me, she told me I was the one that told her to call Gabe. It, it, that okay. was shocking to me. So, it, you know, it was not only shocking to me. It just shows you how um, uh, not selfish I try to be. You know, maybe I am. And, you know, but, like, when, when I'm very conscious, I try my best not to be selfish. If it's my last, I can't give it to you because this is my last. I have to survive on this, you know. Uh, but if I have an abundance of it or if I'm very confident in what's going on in my situation, you're going to have a piece of it too. It's amazing to me uh, as we kind of transition away from the wrestling. I got to ask you because you're somebody who, who's always talking about uh, – you've made no bones about the fact that you're you're kind of disappointed that you never – quite got to that televised spot with WWE. It was something that you shot for for a long time. And I'm I'm not even saying you've given up on it or whatever the case may be. Right. Uh, but as somebody who tries to stay positive, um, how, how how difficult is that to uh, to realize that you That's haven't a reached a, a goal that is so important to you? Uh, Thank you. You know what? I don't really... I. It's funny for me because when you look at my career, uh, my friend, you know, um, you know, 
I was 23, 21 or 22. And I was able to work at Madison Square Garden for the WWE uh, in front of 17,000 fans. And rest in peace to Crash Holly. Uh, you know, that was like the pinnacle of like when my career started to kind of like snowball. Meaning like I was able to just meet everybody in the industry and able to touch everybody in the industry and like share my vision of what like the industry is, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So when you ask me a question like that, it's not like I, like I'm not walking around like, damn, I didn't, because it's like, I I feel like I've accomplished, you know, a lot in my career and a lot of eyeballs have been on me. Um, So when I think about that and then I think about, uh, you know, um, just being happy. You understand what I'm saying? The happy yeah. part is what, what makes me very whole in life, and that doesn't make me think too much about why uh, I may not be signed to the WWE. So, you know, okay. um, you know, my hat's up. The WWE, you know, I love them. You know, it'd be crazy. You know, I, of course, I'm like, ah, you know, WWE, you know, but, and I love the WWE. I may not follow yeah. it like um i may not follow it you know what i mean like the way that i used to as a, you know a younger adult and like as another professional in the business but the wwe has a place in my heart that's so dear it's not even funny and i and, I, and i'm just glad that they're around changing people's lives you know helping people bring their you know their self-esteem up you know Johnny Rods told me this when I was when I was young. I was a young kid sitting around listening to Johnny Rods, but a lot of stuff stuck, you know. Um, and he said it. He was like, "This business is for everybody, pa." And it's the truth. It's the truth. Uh, and and you know that's always just echoed in my head. You know, this business is for everybody. So I can't sit around and say, oh, they're not letting me in because I'm black. Like, Kofi Kingston was just the champion a year ago. Oh, they're not letting me in because I'm black. They're signing multiple African Americans on a regular basis. You know? Um, Sure. It's just, you know, sometimes you're just not the right fit. Sometimes, you know, you're just not, you know, the right time. So, and, and, and you know what makes me really think, you know, not think about it because I know like at the end of the day and I know I'm getting really like spiritual, but it, it's really like God already laid it out. He laid out the path. So, you know, it's like, oh, okay, if he wants that door to open, it will. If he wants that yeah. door to close, there's, if he wants that door to close, there's a reason why it's closed. So, and, you know, as long yeah, as I have no. that, you know. Yeah, no, you're you're right, you're right, and and again, never say never. I mean, I, would I be surprised to hear that you were down in NXT tomorrow helping them out? No, I wouldn't, not not <laughs> in the slightest. Uh, Nana, I got to ask you uh, because uh, you, obviously you've been investing a lot of time and uh, you know a lot of creativity into uh, other stuff outside of wrestling. Right. I got to ask you first off, um, how much of what you've learned in wrestling has kind of translated into this this whole other world? <laughs> you know, I mean, um, probably, you know, I don't want to say nothing. I think most of the stuff that I learned in business, I was able to implement in wrestling while working at okay. Ring of Honor. The other way around. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, because I didn't, you know, I wasn't working at the WWE to be able to bring it to Dota. I was working at 
Def Jam. I was working on Island Records. I was working at those type of companies. And I was able to use my knowledge and just experience from that and bring it into, you know, what I was doing in wrestling. So, you know, just like, uh, you know, that's really what, you know, kind of that was, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm veering off of the <laughs> off of what you just said, but no, no, you're fine. What 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 was the, what was the part of the question? No, no, no. I was just you know I I mean and again you know take it in whatever direction you want. I was <laughs> just curious how much of like the kind of stuff that you've learned in wrestling kind of applies to like it, what you're doing it now really, with this it really, business the opportunity. Only, this is what I was going to say. The only other thing, yeah. thank you for bringing it back to me. The only other thing sure. that I probably learned from wrestling to bring into to this, you know, was probably like my, um, you know, my uh, action, like, you know, you know, ladies and action, like, you know, you know, being ready to perform. But, like, I learned how to perform outside of wrestling, to be honest with you, and I brought it to wrestling. Like, I, you know, I got okay. up on stage. I was a comedian. You know what I mean? I have acting background and stuff like that. So I was able to implement that during my time in wrestling and share that with my friends, and we, you know, were able to create something, whether it was the East Coast wrestling scene that ended up turning into Ring of Honor today, uh, or ECWA during the Jim Kettner eras when, you know, uh, yeah. you know, when things were, uh, you know, when he was big at one point, then it got slow at one point, then it got big again when I was there. And, you know, it was just like, uh, forget it, you know? So, yeah, it, it's like, I, I didn't really, I, I got a lot of enjoyment and, um, you know, uh, satisfaction out of wrestling as far as like my dream being, you know, accomplished day by day or show by show. So that's really what, you know, I got out of wrestling, you know, mainly, you know, my love and my passion for it and to be able to perform at a very high level was the, the biggest blessing that I could get in, in my life, being able to fly and then come home and then be with my family and then fly back and then, you know, then not be on the road for a while to kind of focus on building the business. And don't get me wrong, business was bad the last two years. Yeah. Two years, like the last two years, business was bad, bad. And I'm just a little kind of like, it's weird that business picked up during a pandemic, but for me, you know, and it's just weird. And I just, you know, it, it makes me feel Sometimes it makes you feel guilty, but like, you know, that's what I'm kind of here for, to offer people a different perspective of what it is that you can, um, you know, do to help people and also help yourself. Because I've been, like you said, in business for over 25 years, you know, wrestling yeah. for over 25 years, you know, doing a lot of things. So, you know, just being, you know, able to, you know, partner with a new company that did something that I was doing already for 25 years and now adding, you know, a whole bunch of other services that, you know, I've never really thought of offering for my own business, but it was like, I, I it, it was just dumb that I didn't think about this stuff, but this company basically just, and, you know, and, 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 you know, helped me realize what I can create for myself and also possibly create the wrestling business. And it's interesting to me because uh, the first thought that jumped into my head when I asked you that was, uh, you've got hustle. You've always got an angle going, not an angle, don't get me wrong, but like you've always got, 
I, I, you've always got your ends in scope in, in front of you, exactly what you want to achieve. Um, and, and I feel like it, certainly with this business, that's no exception. Uh, you're talking about things like generating passive income and things like that, that a lot of uh, just kind of paycheck to paycheck people don't necessarily think about. Is they that don't why get it money, is that why money kind of gravitates toward you because of that hustle? Um, I think so. I think, you know, because, you know, being a professional wrestler, being an actor, being all of that, and that's why, you you know, the goal is to get to the WWE, you know, is to get a residual income, okay? It, it, when, you, when you're coming into the wrestling business, yeah, first, oh, yeah, I want the glitz and glamour, but after you, that wears off, you have to, like, feed your family, all right? And that's where residual income comes in. You know, that's why you want to be signed to WWE. That's why you want to be signed to a company like Ring of Honor or, or whatever, because when you go on a DVD or when you go on a streaming network and it's continuously streaming once every month or once every three months and your face is on it, you know, in most cases, you know, depending on where you are on the roster, don't get me wrong, not everyone's entitled to residual income and to in, 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 in royalties, you know, but when at that when that time comes after you work hard to be able to be offered that, you understand what I'm saying now? Like a lot of people think mm -hmm. they're entitled mm -hmm. to it right away. You have to work hard to get there, you know? So if, you know, so basically like if, you know, if you're one way, you have to try and get it another way. So that's what I'm teaching, you know, my, my, my friends and my family. And, and that's, yeah, it, it, it is a reason why money attracts to me uh, more because when, when I do something for someone once, they love how I've done it for them, that they come back over and over and over again. And that's what residual income is, whether you're doing my business or whether you're doing any business. So, you know, when people finally get it, you know, a lot of these people you know, and, and it's just sad because, you know, I love the wrestling business, but the fans necessarily, you know, I love them too, you know, but, you know, I wish the wrestling fans would just, you know, kind of like, you know, just, you know, kind of like not be so annoying. I, I guess that's the word I should use. <laughs> you know, I don't want to use any other word because I'm a wrestling fan too, but we're, we're annoying and we yeah. need to just like, uh, you know, kind of be more open-minded to other things outside of the wrestling world sometimes, you know, and that's, that's what I, that's the only thing that I kind of noticed, you know, most people, you know, they really think that, you know, uh, the character that I play, you know, is, is someone that, you know, I am. And, you know, that's why you see me putting out posts like, you know, if you don't like me, I did my job and stuff like that, because, you know, I, I you know, I've made a lot of people think I'm crazy. So, hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes it. my friend in wrestling and in life again uh so for people who aren't familiar i don't know if you want to give us a quick snippet or if you want to tell people uh where they can kind of follow you and kind of maybe uh get in they on can reach me they can reach me they can reach me where through you through okay. you, that's number one, all right? Because okay. Brady has been a – I've seen Brady. Brady has seen my career. I've known you since, I think, in my maybe my early 30s or something like that, uh, or maybe late 20s or something. I don't know. Maybe I forget. You said 2007, right? Uh, that's when I started coming around Kettner. I don't believe yeah. – I, I mean, I might have met you as I was a in my 20s. that, but – I was yeah. in my 20s. Wow. Well, so I was in my 20s. Here's the scary thing. So was I. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's crazy, you know, and it's just a blessing, you know. So all my people, I just wasn't. contact Brandy because Brandy <laughs> already saw an opportunity. He'll let you know, you know, to, yeah. to get in contact with me. But you can also reach me on my inbox, all right? Inbox me on Twitter at, at Prince King Nana, all right? And I'll shoot you some information, you know, and you can learn a little bit more about diversifying your income. No one is telling you to leave the wrestling business now. You have to pursue your, your dream. But you also want to make sure that you're, presume, you're pursuing your dream with all the time that you can have in the world. And, and, and the way you can make that happen is with residual income. So, you know, at Prince King Nana on all social media, all right, they can also call one eight six six five one seven four five five eight. all right, and leave a message, all right, or extension 101 for Mark, all right? He's a good friend. He'll be able to help you. He's from my office, all right? And basically, okay. that's how okay. they can reach me, my friend. I, I listen, and and it's an amazing thing. I definitely <laughs> recommend people check this out. I, I'm not even lying about that. I, I, and I, honestly, uh, like you said, it actually even makes it easier to pursue your dreams when you've got kind of money coming in along the way to help you, because that gives you more time to focus on the things that are really important. And it, it's Absolutely. just such a great thing what you're doing. Uh, I consider you almost like a life coach now, and I do. Absolutely. And I appreciate you know what? the time. I... <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, Brady, you know, you and, and Kathy. Yes, Is sir. Kathy there? Yes, I She's am. There. I know I'm putting Kathy to sleep. She's like, you know what, this guy, Nana, you know what, he does know how to talk. But I love you to death, all right? And my <laughs> other friend, my other friend on the phone, I know I talked your head off, all right? But, I, you know, I hope, you know, you, you realize that you can be one of my official nail clippers, all right? All right, you can clip my nails <laughs> for me. It'd be, it'd be an honor. All right, it'd be an honor. All right, so don't feel lonely yeah. over there. And Brady, <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm waiting for you to become part of the team, my friend, because I know you would be great, and you would be a great person on the ground level of something big if we ended up doing it outside of wrestling too. So I appreciate it. Everybody, contact me, and I really appreciate the time, my friend Ben. And, and I will make sure to include links to uh, to what you mentioned, the phone number, everything in the show description, so people can check that out. Hit me up, hit you up, whatever they desire. Uh, Nana, <laughs> as if you haven't done enough of a favor for me. And by the way, I'm really good at foot rubs, so even if this doesn't work, I can. Oh come no, 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 no! You're good, you're good, you're okay. good, you're good. Don't worry, we'll, we'll save that. You know, I'll save that for another. You know, we'll, another discussion. All right. Thank you save guys so lady. much. Kathy, I love N you. I love you Nana, too, Nana, Nana, before you go, could I ask another favor, and then I promise I'll leave you alone. Okay, go ahead. Shoot. Uh, could we get you to record what we call a bumper that we play on the beginning of the show? Basically say who you are and tell people they're listening to In the Room. It's called In the Room? Yes, sir. You got it. Uh, whenever you're ready. Okay. Hey, my friends, this is your boy, Prince Nana, and you know I'm chilling with my friend Brady, and I'm chilling with Kathy and a few other people in the what room? In the room. In the room, my friend. You know I have my friend Brady on call for whatever. Make sure you guys log in. Thank you so much, man. You're great. Was I, that I good? will definitely be in touch. You, you're Was amazing. that good? Was that, that good? That was very good. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. It was great. Thank you, Prince. Take care, my friends. Take care. Love you, brother.
The one and only Prince Nana. That was a lot more fun. That was fun. I shouldn't say a lot more fun. I knew it was going to be great. Uh, <laughs> and I'm excited. I am. Uh, he's got me juiced, Kathy. He's got me ju- I'm even ready to give out foot rubs. Do you believe that? Good stuff. <laughs> you need to stop uh, <laughs> on that one, okay? <laughs> no, I think I caught him off guard with that. I thought he would lift. Uh, 914 <laughs> well, that's the goal, you know, Caveat. That's what I try and do. I try and get I, – I, I'll rib them, as they say. You know, I try and get them to lift. Uh, listen, we're going to stop real quick. We're going to take a, a, a – I know we're taking a lot of commercials, but I just want to get all the ducks in the row here. We've got a bunch of callers. We're going to get to you guys on the other side. 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Radio Network, and we will be right back. This is to the Dr. O'Stown, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, 
Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex. All right, yeah, now I, I had to choose a song from 2008 because I, I couldn't move fast enough. Uh, <laughs> scrambling behind the scenes here, but guys, we're back. Uh, we're live, and we are on the air. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network. I see we got a bunch of callers, guys. Hang tight. I got plans to talk to each and every one of you, so please, please, please bear with us. Uh, thank you to Prince Nana. Um, that guy uh, was a lot of fun. I um, it was actually way, way, way cooler than I thought it was going to be. I, I, I thought, I, because basically before the interview, he said I had to do his scheme or he wouldn't do the interview. Uh, not scheme, his business. <laughs> I should. You notice yeah. I didn't call it a scheme when he was on the air, didn't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing, Nana. It's 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 a tremendous opportunity to make some money, uh, which we could all use. So everybody. Consider checking out Prince Nana's stuff there. Uh, before we get into the meat of it, and I'm going to bring on Ray Bogus in one second, but Stro, what do you got going on, man? 
Well, WCW Retro is returning this Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on VOCNation.com. We're craziness as usual. Uh, there'll be a topic <laughs> uh, that'll be discussed uh, really soon. Crazy uh, out to you guys. So uh, definitely let you know. Or it might even be a guest. So, you know, we'll see. And then um, this Friday night on my horror sci-fi show, The Stroh Zone, on my official Facebook page, facebook.com slash Maestro at midnight Eastern Standard Time. We'll be featuring Destroy All Monsters starring Godzilla, so please tune in. Yes, please tune in. Please tune in, and thank you to all of the uh, listeners across VOC Nation, the thousands who checked us out this week as we migrated to the new platform, which is now the property of Spotify, which is pretty cool as well, as I bring on uh, the legendary Ray Bogus. What's going on, Ray? How you doing, man? What's the word? Hello, Ben and, and Mr. Patrick. How are we this fine evening? Good, how are you, Ray? <laughs> Ray. Oh, you know, just, just the like, yeah, just like Norm from Cheers. Um, Ducky. You know, Ray, you'll be proud weekend. of me. I, I, um, I Go passed ahead. my first Rona test. That's, um, you know, I, I'm proud of you, Hicks. You know, here <laughs> here for years, I've been saying he could never pass a Rona test. And I didn't think well, I could now, pass any test. And now, <laughs> as the city of Phil- as the city of Philadelphia uh, issues a statement that a complete, total hard lockdown is on the table for rising cases, Imminent. Of the world's most intelligent virus. <laughs> I'm proud of you for passing it. That way, you can sit at your Thank home you. perfectly healthy. Well, you know, I, I told Kelly, and she didn't appreciate it, but I told her that that means that I'm stronger than the virus. Oh. <laughs> Karma will get you. Well, Kelly, I think, I'm the no, same person retired. who said that I... I the, same, the same person who said uh, back in March that I hoped I got it because I could use a couple weeks off from work. Wow. <sighs> So, see, I want it too. I I encourage people to cough on me. You don't want it. You don't want right. it. Right? No, I do. Because like Trump beat it in like four days. So now I want to beat it in like two. Because I surely I could do better than a seventy-one-year-old man. Oh jeez. You realize you probably never had it. I think it was a campaign stunt. I. I Highly doubt that, but okay, um, we'll go with that. You know, we've we've aired interviews with Austin Aries on this show before. We can go with that crackpot idea too. <laughs> you know, he's feuding with Bob Saget now. By the way, that's a good feud for him. I think that's that's yeah. a good feud for him because Bob is right like in. like yeah, like Bob's <laughs> like you know you don't mind him being on your TV, but he's not particularly entertaining. And that's pretty sure. much what Austin Aries is. So, you know that oh. that's a good that's a good matchup because it's I like Austin. it's it's two guys that you it's two guys that you're not unhappy to see on your TV, but like you could just as easily flip over to a rerun of Growing Pains and no one would ever know the difference. Oh jeez. Before uh, before we get into it with the callers, Ray, and I say get into it because you'll probably end up fighting with them. Uh, did you see Full Gear? <laughs> did you have any thoughts on AEW's uh, premiere event? So I did. That was actually what I was excited to talk about. So yes. For the first time uh, ever, 
I was able to watch an AEW pay-per-view start to finish. Um, okay. You know, it's just, it's just hard to dedicate the time and money to doing all of those things. And, you know, I'm able to, you know, I'm only able to watch AEW sporadically as is, so I just wasn't about You need passive to. income. I, I do. I mean, you know, we should, we should get Bruce on that. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> Bruce seems like the kind of guy that could get me into a passive income seminar. Um, well, we love you, Bruce. <laughs> but I had the opportunity to see it for free, so I said, okay. And I got to tell you, I understand why Vince uh, is acting like he's scared. That's a real program they have. And it was thoroughly enjoyable from start to finish, and the matches made sense, and the people who won made sense, and it was fun, and there were there were people to be taken seriously, and there were characters, and you know you didn't really need Jim Ross, but it was nice to hear his voice, and it was that that was that was real, that was that was actually that was an actual event, and it yes. was uh, I got to tell you that if, that if I had just been ordering it by myself and paid the full price, I wouldn't have been disappointed. If, um, and a couple years ago, I, I know WWE, before AEW kind of started, uh, WWE made a real push to sign Kenny Omega, and they promised him, they, they basically promised him the AJ Styles treatment if he came in. Uh, I, I mean, to look at where he is in AEW and where he probably should be, do you think he would have been better to go with WWE? No, I don't. This actually came up uh, in discussion where I was at as we were watching it. And I I kind of was of the same mindset of everyone else that I was watching it with, which was that if he had gone to WWE, in, he would have gone, and three weeks later we'd have been laughing at him, going, ha, 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 look at Braun Strowman beat this jobber. So, you know, I um, yeah, I like the thought of Kenny Omega having that big of a stage, but I just I have zero faith that he would have been used in any kind of meaningful way. Because the reality is that okay. look, look, he is he is he is he's extremely talented, but. To say well, that you know they promised in the AJ Styles treatment, Kenny Omega is mm-hmm. not AJ Styles. Maybe in Japan, but not here. And no, oh yeah, I mean they're different. Yeah, yeah, they're. I think he could be that good so, like, someday. Oh, I think he could too. But yeah, you know, like like that's being promised the AJ Styles treatment is. It's much different when you're not actually AJ Styles. And I think it was probably a smart move on his part to not go. Here's the other thing is AJ Styles didn't get the AJ Styles treatment when he came in. He wasn't as good as I thought he would be. I I thought he would be Jamie Noble when he came in. Great wrestler, but never really respected in WWE. Um, And he he fell somewhere in between where he should have and – uh, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, let's go to the phones. I, I'm going to bring on Harry first because I know it's probably almost uh, daybreak for him out there in the, the Badlands of uh, 
The UK. What's going on, Harry? This is not Harry. You there? It's not Harry. Who's this? No. Steve. Yep. Who is it? What's going on? This is Steven, um, back from the Lake of Reincarnation. Yes, okay. Uh, uh, so you're calling from Skype, I see. I, I apologize about that. I usually only get Harry on there. Yes. What's going on, Steve? I enjoyed the interview earlier. Um, Thank you. Catching up on full gear. What do you think about, like, what I'm saying about Kenny Omega? Like, do you think the WWE, would they inherently just mess him up just because that's what they do? No. But, um, he's obviously in a much better position than AEW. Like, he's an EVP. He's, they, they just announced three new video games that they're working on. I think he's happy where he is, but I know he definitely wants mm-hmm. the AJ uh, WrestleMania match is what he had talked about in interviews. It'll be um, so interesting far- if AJ, a- AJ said he's going to retire after his WWE contract runs out, so it'll be interesting to see if he keeps up, the, you know. Wait, AJ's going to what? Say that again? AJ said he was going to retire after his uh, WWE contract ends. Yeah, I think he's got like two or three more years, right? Uh, not sure, but maybe. It, it's a while. Yeah, I, think I so. mean, it's not. I think it's so. not like he's like, well, I'm going to retire after this contract ends, and by the way, it's going to yeah. end. It's going to end after. Uh, it's going to end after Survivor Series. Like that's not. He he, he not resigned it when Luke Gallows and. Yeah, no, he resigned Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson did, I think. Uh, and, and I think what's good about his deal, um, I, I remember hearing this, and I, th- again, this is all just secondhand knowledge, but, like, my understanding is if he's ready to retire before the contract's up, they'll just convert it and he'll work backstage, which is kind of what he wants to transition into anyway. So, it's a good deal. It's it's a good yeah, deal. Um, uh, what seems like it's what Daniel Bryan was doing for a while, and then yeah. he came back. And he I think it's the Daniel Bryan deal. Have yeah. one last run. Mhm. And 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 I'll tell you what, Daniel Bryan is kind of working backstage and working in front of the camera too. I, from what I understand, SmackDown has kind of become very much his thing lately. Yeah, I've so. heard he was a big advocate for Big E getting the. A singles run. He was the big A for Big E, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if Daniel Bryan played a part in uh, Bray Wyatt moving to uh, to Raw because uh, obviously he he kind of likes things a certain way. It seems, and um, I know. Fox really wanted Bray. So I it just seems interesting that they would have switched that. Mm, I don't I know. I think Raw needs star power. And I think they're not going to put the title back on Bray. I think they want to keep the title on Roman. Well, yeah, I mean that. Do you th- Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um and I'm sorry, I'm eating a cracker in your ear. Um, do you think 
because they announced that Drew McIntyre is going to fight Randy Orton next week. Um, I'm thinking the only logical thing they can do is have Drew beat him. And then you do Drew against Roman at Survivor Series, and you do Bray against Randy Orton. That's the only way it makes... Yeah, that's really the only way it lines up. I mean... I don't know why they painted themselves into that corner, but that is what they did. Well, well, here's here's the thing, Brady. Um, Sometimes, because you and I could look at that and say, oh, well, here's the path that we're going down. Is this the one that we want to go down? But that's because you you and I possess forethought, (laughs) which is... Which is not something that I've seen the WWE possess for some number of years now. So, yeah, it, it's yeah. possible that I, it's possible that they were just drawing numbers out of hats. Maybe we're rolling the dice, you know. I used to do that. I say used to. I still do it. Like you write down all the wrestlers' names and you write down the matches and you flip a coin to see who wins. I used to do that. Maybe that's what they're doing. And how many times did Jim Brunzel beat Hulk Hogan? Well, i got to say about 50-50. All right. But I did a championship advantage where the champion had to win, uh, only had to win three times, but the challenger had to win five clean flips to win. So. Ooh. Yep. Uh, anyway. That's good. Dude. <laughs> no, I can but, I... but, I mean, it's... it's, it's... Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was What's gonna say I, I could probably do that. I could probably do that on fire, bro. Just have the have them fight AI versus AI. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do that kind of. I like TLN wrestling. Like I used to be really big in like the simulators, like text ones. Um, yeah. Sure. Um, no, but it would be like it would be like me saying, um, if. Um, it would be like if I really wanted Prince Nana as a guest, right? And and obviously we got Prince Nana this week, and I was very excited about that. He's a tremendous guy. Uh, go check out his stuff, by the way. But like, if like last week I said, if Harry Barnett calls into the show, then I will never book Prince Nana as a guest. Well, why would I say that if I want Prince Nana on the following week? But that's the kind of stuff that WWE does. It's like they, they dig themselves a hole. It's like an NFL team, Ray. I, I say this all the time with the Eagles. Um, they will create a need by trading away a player or cutting a player. They create a need at a position that they didn't have the need. And then they go out of their way to fill the need. Well, why did you create the need in the first place? And that's kind well, of what WWE does with their booking sometimes. Wow. Uh, You know, part of me, and I always want to default to giving people the benefit of the doubt. Part of me wants to think that there is... No, thinking is bad. Don't celebrate the thinking. Um, Part of me wants to think... Yeah, that's right, boo. (laughs) That there is some sort of grand plan for them to use this to sort of insert other people and kind of almost the way territories would would do it where you would kind of you would have two guys two guys doing their feud and a third guy would come in and 
by shoehorning that third guy in, you could break somebody off to go someplace else and do something else, and now you're building up this new talent in your territory that you can control for a while and make into a marketable commodity. And mm-hmm. I always want to hope that WWE is doing something similar with that where, like, like they're, <laughs> they're, they're working in a way to, like, be able to shoehorn a third guy in and and they can then they can kind of like splinter somebody off because like like that person's not really needed anymore and now they're now they've got like a hot new thing going but what they always do like it's all it's like the same guys that we've been on this show talking about for the last decade that that just kind of show up and and go through it's always that last step that last step that they just miss it's like like swing and a miss, bud. You know they don't they don't ever capitalize on it, and I think that's what's at least for me that's what's frustrating. I I get it I get it. Uh, Steve, before I let you go, man, what do you think of the uh, the Bucks and the revival? I to me, um, well, you know what? Forget what I think. Uh, what, what did you think of? Boy. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought the finish was good. I like. That he um he went for a four fifty and missed and got that uh, super kick with the boot off. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, it'll be interesting. I think they're gonna have some rematches following that, but I'm kind of glad. I I didn't think Bucks are gonna lose when they made that stipulation, so I kind of expected right. them to win. Um, I it's didn't a little watch it live, so yeah. I, I kind of I was watching it after the fact and. Um. Yeah, I enjoyed the event. Um, I really liked uh, Eddie Kingston wearing the sour colors in his uh, match at Moxley. But that was pretty cool. And he was wearing a Tracy Smothers shirt, too, in, the, in his entrance. Yeah. The thug shirt. No, um, it was cool. In uh, Gangrel showing up, that was a highlight for me too because I I I try to interact with them almost daily on Facebook, so it was pretty cool seeing. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. I, did you catch Jim Ross saying the private party probably didn't even know who he was? I thought that was pretty funny. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Jr. Who was that a shot? Gangrel at? managed. <laughs> Gangrel managed Matt Hardy, Jr. Yeah, no, but private party, you know. I mean, I know, I know. <laughs> This is funny. Like I didn't know if he was making fun of private party or making fun of Gangrel or a little bit of a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B there, but it it was it made me laugh. Uh, I I gotta say, Steve, I I, I felt like the, the, no, that tag match. Matt Hardy, go ahead. Matt Hardy, yeah. Matt Hardy thing mud show when Sammy Guevara was all muddy. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, a lot of inside jokes there. Um. Now, I, I was going to say with the tag match, I feel like I'm okay with it, but I think that the next time that they fight on pay-per-view, which is hopefully the next pay-per-view, I hope FTR wins. I hope they win the belts back, and I hope that they go on to have a rubber match, you know, a, a third match, or maybe a fourth or a fifth match. I, I hope that they go back and forth for a long time with this, because I think that both teams are good enough that they can really drag this out. Yeah, maybe a best of seven. That would be pretty cool. That would, that would be that pretty would, cool. Especially if they, 
especially if they if they took the time to go out of their way to not have the matches on TV, you know, have them fight other tag teams and save those best of sevens for the big events. Yes, exactly. Something to look forward to. Well, you know, on your Brady, favorite illegal you streaming look... site. Sorry. I'm I'm just, actually, I think where I was at, I think we paid for this one. Um, Me too. You know, of course, you would never. You would never condone going to first row sports.eu. Um, <laughs> All of know, wrestling does the end. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, yeah, no one would go to those imaginary sites that definitely don't exist. Please don't go check them out if you're the kind of person that shuts them down. Um, I kid. You know, you know, Brady, speaking of, uh, and thank you, Steve, for the call. You yeah, know, thanks for calling, Steve. Um, follow the buzzers. You know, follow the buzzers. You know, Brady, something you have to look forward to is the upcoming lockdown in Philadelphia. So you're, you're going to have that to look forward to, and that'll be great. Yeah, we're going to have our you own know, cage match. I, oh, God, sign, and, and listen, <laughs> I will do the commentary. You get me on there? <laughs> me and Stro, we can, we, can do the, uh, we can do the commentary, um, and, <laughs> you know, um, we'll, get, we'll give you guys weapons. We'll, we'll give you a weapon. Uh, most people will not get weapons, and you know, I'm using the deadbolt. I'm hoping that's enough of a weapon. Well, well I was thinking. Um, okay, now hear me out on this. It's gonna be kind of crazy. Um, I think to really intimidate whoever you're fighting, first off, we send yeah. you into the cage completely nude, shaved from head to toe, and slathered in baby like a baby. Oil. Yes. Okay. Um, and then we. I've been using orange tanning you, oil lately. We give you a taser. Mm hmm. Um, and you're just screaming complete gibberish. Just like. And you're like flailing around and stuff. They'll be so freaked out. So you they'll want be me able to pretend very I'm from easily. Trent? Yes. yes. Okay. Speaking of yeah, Trent, okay. who's up next? <laughs> Actually, before we go to Trenton, uh, up next, I believe that we have, uh, let's go to Mr. AK out in L.A. What's going on, Ack? Hello? Man. Hi. Uh, it's not AK, it's Malcolm. Ah, Malcolm, I apologize, brother. Sorry about that. I'm getting my, uh, zip, my area code confused. You know what? He's 213 or 208. Malcolm, for the longest time, you had the other one, so I'm not used to you being on that number. How you doing, brother? It's all good, Brady. I just called to talk to you because you make me laugh, man. Like, oh, brother, like a clown. I amuse you. Yeah. Yeah, I like listening. It's fun. I like I mean, listening to I'm you. I missed you the last, last couple of weeks. Are you settled in in your new home? Well, I'm not in your new home, uh, David... Amazing Velvet, Randy has uh, rent me a room, and we're getting along okay. good. I'm doing, I'm doing, the, I've done the cooking the last two nights, and he's got a dog here and a cat, and the dog was afraid of me. Don't tell me you fed. Don't friend. tell me you cooked the dog. 
No, I didn't cook the No. Dog. Okay, okay. Right. Well, you said you did the cooking, and then you said they had a cat and a dog on hand. Yeah, well... Brady, Malcolm is not some kind of inhumane monster. Malcolm is a sorry, <laughs> gentle soul. He would never cook a dog. I'm just playing Come with Come on, bud. I would, I'm, what about a cat? Cats are tasty. Yeah. Ask Al. Brady, I'm really happy, man. I, I'm two states away from Hulk Hogan's beef stuff in Orlando, Florida, and I talked to, um, what's his name, um, Ron Howard, the manager. He's going to meet me up there whether Hogan's there next week. Um, I can't... I couldn't renew my driver's license. I can't drive my car yet. So it's, I got okay. on the stairs, but David and Maisie Bell is going to take me down there next week. I've got a hotel room at the Rosen right across the Nice. Street. I mean, tell me this isn't a whole convenient territory. you got a McDonald's red and yellow. you got a Shell gas station red and yellow. you got a Denny's red and yellow. The Rosen Hotel is <laughs> a little bit red and yellow. they got uh, a lot of Denny's down there. <laughs> Yeah, so, Brother, and uh, you're only five states there. away from me. I can practically hear you from here. Yeah. You That's know true. What? You know what, Brady? You and Kelly come down here. I'll take you guys to dinner, man. I've always wanted to spend some time in South Carolina. I, I've only yeah, driven through. This is the time we can take pictures together, you and me. We could boast to our and, husband, and bud. <laughs> are you near? Are you near Charleston? I've got I've got friends from when I was young. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I've got friends down there too. So that'd I was be cool. In the mall on Saturday. It was my 57th birthday. I was going to go to Hogan's Beach Shop. Um, but yeah. Got I'm not upset about it though. Um, I was in the. They were helping me get bedding, and we went to Target in the mall. But we were getting something to eat before. And I went outside with my sister, and after I was done, I just had this urge to play Rick Derringer's Real American. And I walked into <laughs> Dave and this other guy, and Dave goes, you're crazy playing Real American ball. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I, I mean, Brady, it's so cool. If Hulk Hogan has a meet and greet, I don't have to worry about getting on a plane and get my car broomed out of Hogan's beach up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like paradise, man. <laughs> they can have the damn race. It's like thunder you know? in paradise. And I'm going to get to meet Rugged Ronnie Garvin, Mason Velvet, and help meet him. And then John, he's going to, uh, after the year's over, he's going to have a, a special ceremony. And I get to meet another wrestler, maybe one that I've wanted to meet all my life. And this is going to be so cool. I used to watch him in Georgia Championship Wrestling. In 82, when we were at Fort Gordon. Coco beware. Football was over. Is it Coco yeah. beware? I'm excited. I, I'm going to get to meet a bunch of wrestlers back here. They have hardly any okay. on the West Coast. Okay. Wrestlers galore out here, man. It's paradise. You know? So. Yeah. yeah. Paradise. Yeah. Brother, it's great to hear from you. Yeah. You I know, missed you these I last couple weeks. Listen. You make me laugh. You're the man. You know? Last year, yes, was really professional. my best, you know, Prince uh, Nana. Was that his name? Yeah, Prince oh, Nana. He is. He, he's actually royalty. Yeah, yeah he's from. Uh, he's from. He's, he's an Ashanti prince. He's uh, from Ghana. Yeah, he's very, very, very professional. Very appreciative. That's what this world needs more of. Like, you know, what's the biggest thing on my mind, Brady, right now? I call the Bradford Exchange. And they've got illuminated train uh, of the old Batman TV show coming in 30 orders, 30 separate pieces. And then they 
got illuminated lamp, the old Batman show. And, like, uh, you know, my, my money's going to be spent on the Bradford Exchange. I mean, I told Hulk Hogan that he was didn't, him and Piper didn't start wrestling until 76, 79, Flair wrestling until 72. Mm-hmm. So in 1968, I was five years old, and my first original wrestlers were Pat Patterson and Rocky Johnson. But my two original heroes, I told Hulk Hogan that, were Adam West and Ford Batman and Robin Light. Uh, I'm going to let it do when Malkamania runs wild on <laughs> you, brother. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, we see him. I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> You're the man. You're the man, brother. Malcolm, uh, thank you for calling. Anybody wants, maybe I'll get to meet Ron Strowman. I can say, hey, Kevin, there's your car. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get a Shane Douglas? I missed that. Yeah, you want to hear Shane Douglas real quick? Yeah. Well, if you mess with breaking, come on, dude. He gets your ass free and shy. I love it. Thank you for calling, brother. You're the you're the man. I I'll I'll get back to you if we get some more time at the end there. Malcolm's amazing. I uh Ah. <laughs> uh, party train is rolling. I can feel it. The big mo. <laughs> this was well, This is AK. Now, uh, hold, hey, before you go to him. Yeah, hold on. Oh, hold okay, on never mind. AK, he's on, Sorry, never mind. AK, I would say AK's on. No, AK's on the air. Let's go. Come on, AK. Let's go. Entertain us. Come on. Get, bring us okay, to the Okay, I, I just wanted to Speaking talk of about, guys that make uh, me AKW. laugh. Yeah, yeah. Full gear. Uh, uh, well, you know, the comments you made about me last week uh, kind of hurt my feelings, but they were all true stuff you said, so I can't really get angry at you, so. <laughs> what Let me did just I talk say? about my. I I don't remember what I said. Uh, the reason I don't have a podcast is I'm a flake, but it's probably true because I I was flaking <laughs> out. But anyways, let's let's talk about the full gear here. So the first match I got here was Kenny Omega versus Adam Page. I like these guys. Is uh, the thing is that if you've never seen uh, if you've never seen Kenny Omega and then you see these women come out with brooms and they call them the cleaner. And they asked, actually, they asked uh, Don Callis, who was on there, to uh, explain what the cleaner thing is. And he just started talking about video games. So they never really explained why is he the cleaner. It's probably some Japanese thing, but I've never watched Japanese wrestling. So anyways, then you have Adam Page. He comes out. I kind of like his music, you know, like, dun, 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 dun. And then he just comes out, you know, and... uh, Mm -hmm. The storyline, you know, former tag champs, now they're facing each other, which is good. They broke up. You're really breaking this down. I... Yes, I'm I'm just trying to This is taking longer than the match. <laughs> so uh <laughs> what happened here is the former tag team champs, they broke them up, which is good because you know how I feel. I think AEW has too many tag teams. So you might as well start breaking up a couple here and there. So a lot of clothes. I'd break up the box next. Yeah. And uh basically uh I liked it. I, I think Omega Omega getting the win here was good. I don't know what they're gonna do with the hangman now, but it it was a it was a decent match. 
And the other match I wanted to talk about was Co- Cody Rhodes. Now he can use his name Cody Rhodes, I guess, because uh, they were nice enough to, WWE was nice enough to let him use his name, Cody Rhodes, versus Darby yeah, Allin. some WCW trademarks, I think, so. Yeah, because uh, I think before that he was just called Cody. So now Cody Rhodes yeah. kind of better ring to it. So Cody comes out with his normal entourage. You have Arn Anderson with the laminated menu from Cracker Barrel. And then <laughs> if you've never seen this Darby <laughs> Allen kid, like it, you know, he's he's announced he's announced at 173 pounds and dude, I'm like 190. This guy can't be more than like 130. Come on. Soaking wet, 130 pounds, gotta be. And if you listen to Jim Ross, He's kind of giving you like a clue about the the results of the match because he's already talking about uh, Darby Allen already faced Cody Rhodes three times and lost. So can Cody Rhodes beat him for a fourth time, which is kind of a clue if you've watched wrestling for more than a decade. That you can't beat the same guy uh, four times. And a lot of close finishes once again. But I thought it was funny, uh, the coffin drop. Pretty, that's, I never thought that was a great move. You know, it's like a skinny 130-pound kid coming off the top rope. Even with science and physics, I don't think that's a lot of weight still dropping on you. And yeah, it's like it's playing in effective. the pool with my nephew. That's what it felt yeah. like. Yeah. So Cody does everything. He does everything to try to win. And, uh, you know, whatever happens, the Garvey Allen won. And then you got these clowns, the Taz's group. They don't even have a match on the card. But uh, Brian Cage, which I, I feel really bad for Brian Cage because he's like this big dude. He's got a, what, the FTW title. That I don't think anybody knows what that is over there. But him and his friend, Ricky Skaggs. Jim Ross called him Ricky Skaggs one time. And then Tony Schiavone said he was a bass player in a jazz band. So you got Ricky Skaggs and you got Brian Cage mm-hmm. picking on mm-hmm. Picking on Darby Allen, who assaulted his uh, what 1993 Hyundai, whatever it was. He, I don't even know how he's going to drive home if he messed up his uh, windshield with the skateboard. But uh, other than that, yeah, yeah, those are two matches. Good shot. Uh, Give it an A. Uh, I was going to like rate the matches by like how much, like out of like one out of ten dollars, I would give. Omega Handman, oh, that's right. Hangman, Handman, <laughs> yeah, five dollars. I'm gonna give the Hangman match a five dollars uh, value. That's what he would have gotten on the Dark. Indies for it. Yeah, <laughs> five dollars for the Cody Darby Allen match. Uh, you Who guys were talking about. <laughs> you guys were talking about the. Well, the bus, yeah. the thing I have a question with uh, Matt Jackson, doesn't he have a legitimate knee injury? So how long can he hold on to the strap? And, like, you guys are talking they should have a best of seven and stuff like that, but should, uh, shouldn't this guy get his, like, knee checked out or something? I didn't realize it was legit. I, I just assumed it was I, I part it of was the story legit. they were telling. It might okay. be. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really read anything. Because if it's a legitimate injury, I'm thinking that uh, the title can't be carrying on that long. But uh, I, I'm yeah. interested in that. I think FTR, you know, FTR is, a, out of all the tag teams they have there, FTR is, is legitimate. You know, the 
I know uh, the reason why WWE didn't like them because I don't think Vince likes tag teams anyways because if you look at the tag team division in WWE, it's horrible. Yeah, not usually. They're usually just like makeshift teams that they use. Yeah. So other than that, yeah. guys, uh, I yeah, thought, uh, sounds good. The, the the world title match. Uh, you know, as I get older, I'm I'm becoming less a fan of hardcore wrestling. Like I didn't really care for the Sammy, the Sammy Matt Hardy match. You know, this poor kid. He's a young guy. What is he doing? Wrecking his, wrecking his career. You know, getting all bloodied up with for nothing. You know, he should. Uh, mm-hmm. I like more. T- traditional match uh eddie kingston when he i don't like his ring gear came out he looked like a dude you would play a pickup game of basketball with the ymca or something you should get he reminds me of a guy i used to play beer pong thank with. you yeah right right am i right he doesn't <laughs> yeah. look oh, the part looks like a red you know the thing is and i'm not ak i'm like you i'm not and i've never really been a fan of hardcore wrestling and i just find myself less interested in it as time goes on. Uh, here's the thing about Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston is allowed to dress like that and look like that specifically because he is willing to have barbed wire raked across his face. Like, you can't be... <laughs> you can't look... You can't look like a middle-aged pickup basketball game guy... <laughs> And be a wrestler, unless you're willing to do some really messed up stuff. He so, kind of looks like, like that, a pickup basketball player, or like a loudmouth that's in the back of the pizza parlor. You know, you're, you're, looking, you're waiting for your slice of pizza, and he's like yelling back at you. Five minutes. Five minutes. Oh, he is definitely the guy that kind of drunk stumbles past you and then gets indignant when you say, listen. He's working in the back with Scarface. Help you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the man, AK. All right, guys. I'll uh, check in with you next week. I'll co- try to come up with some more. Uh, maybe I'll give you an AEW you Dark me. report. I'll go, watch, I'll go watch AEW Dark and I'll give you a report on it. There you go. There's some dark. <laughs> Take care, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only AK. <sighs> Yeah, he's, uh, I did miss him. I'm glad he's back to calling in. (laughs) Is there a a more indescribable wrestler than Kenny King, not Kenny Kingston, than than Eddie Kingston? A more indescribable? Yeah, like, because he's not, you can't pin him to anything. He doesn't look like a wrestler. He doesn't really do anything. He doesn't... Like, he doesn't cut a bad promo, but it's not... Like, you wouldn't call him, a like, fan. a mic guy. <laughs> well, I'm not... I'm I don't not, know. I not, think he's, a, here's I think the he's thing. a good promo. I, I think he's a good promo. Like, not, I, I enjoy him. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He doesn't do anything bad. Like, I'm uh-huh. not not a fan of him. You You know what he is? He's a he's a Chikara guy that never really got a chance to develop on television. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I hate to say it, he's, he's great. I mean, he, and he had time on Impact, and he was good on Impact, and obviously he did a little bit with Evolve and with WWE and with NXT. But, yeah, I mean, 
he never. This is the most he's really gotten to show of himself, and um, I don't know. I mean, he comes off like a, and and this is by design, obviously, but he comes off as a thug that's been able to fight himself into a professional wrestling ring. That's that's and what that's he is. Fine. And that, and that's yeah. fine. Like I said, I'm not. I I have I actually have nothing against him, and I actually think he does what he does pretty well. But like, yeah. if you just said like like where are you going to put Eddie Kingston on a Eddie Kingston on a card? Like, I wouldn't. What do you keep calling him, Kofi Kingston? I keep him Ken, no, I keep calling him Kenny Kingston. I think as we were talking Kenny about King. Kenny Omega earlier. Kenny King. And, oh, yeah, okay. Kenny King and, I Eddie, and Eddie Omega and Eddie Omega. Um, yeah. Eddie Omega. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Eddie Omega. You'll you'll you That's Alpha's ring. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I think I think like if you came to me and you said like like if you came to me and said we have Eddie Kingston for your show, like I wouldn't be upset about that. But if you came to me and you said we have Eddie Kingston for your show, I would have no idea what to do with him or where to put him. Have I ever told you about the first time that we had Eddie Kingston on the show? I think it was like 2009 no, or 10. He he did why, the he did the interview. This? this is an amazing story because he's Astro. I, I know I told you this story. So he's doing the interview in the um, in the parking lot of a strip club. And by the way, he's not the only yeah. one that's ever done that. There, there's a pattern there, and uh, some girl comes up to him. And and he's talking to us, and he's just like, excuse me. And he's like, he's like, honey, I'm on the phone doing an interview. And she grabs the phone from him and, and yells, give him the job. It was the most amazing thing. <laughs> I must have laughed well, for 20 minutes. <laughs> Brady, did you give him the job? I, I, if I could have, I would have. Well, that's good. Mr. Hicks, I think we should take another caller. Oh, you're going to live to regret those words. No, I'm only kidding. Uh, what's going on, Dora? How are you doing? I'm doing oh, okay. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. Just the you bopping no, the music? No, I'm just listening to rap music. Rap music. Rap music. Is that what you're I'm always confused. It's both. It's both. The difference? I can't hear you, Tori. I can't hear you. I hear your homies. Can you hear me now? Hi, Tori. I barely. I'm gonna Tori. I'm gonna mute you. If you could, um, maybe step outside, or uh, I'll I'll come back to you uh, soon. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't hear you. All I could hear was the thumping and the, the people. And so we're going to go from that to the desolate, quiet nothingness that is Rat Boy. Uh, what's going on, Rat Boy? Rat Boy! <laughs> put it this way, okay? I know Eddie King. I'll, I'll put it five He's crazy. He's crazy, funny, as a clown in the ring. I love the guy. He's like you. How did you? He's like wait, you. Wait, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rapley, how did you say clown? Clown. Okay. Well, I'm a what clown. Did, what did you, you think he said? You know, I'm not no. this guy before you, kid. 
before he came in, in the pro restaurant. Come on, Eddie Kingston. No, I just... Yeah, he was a Rod's guy, too, was wasn't he? Per- no, he got huh? kicked out of Rod's school, didn't he? I think he got kicked out of Rod's school. I'm not sure, oh, wow. but... I'm going to look. Well, I knew him since, uh, since uh, PWU days. Uh, what's his name? Johnny Cashmere was our lead. PWU. Yeah, he was trained by Kevin Knight. Sorry, yeah, my, my apologies, but he... But I, I do think he started out with uh, with uh, Rods, and then he ended up leaving the school. Maybe he didn't get kicked out. Maybe he left. Because he's from Yonkers. Yeah, but he, he used to wrestle here in New Jersey a lot and first in Philadelphia. He did. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the answer you grocery shopping. What? Wait, can I guess? Where do you... Can I guess? Where, does, where do you... Okay, you, go ahead. Where do you think Rampoy does his grocery shopping? I'm going to say Dollar Tree. Do they have uh, groceries? I know that Dollar General does. Yeah. I think Dollar Tree does. Maybe not. Fine. Yeah, Dollar, not, Dollar Tree sells... Hang, hang on, hang on. They I got Walmart. Ice cream. I got Walmart, Dollar you Tree. You got 7-Eleven. The Dollar General. The family dollar. Seven of them are across the street from me. Okay, so I get so my Rapley, freshly donuts at. So I was like, Rapley eats like Little Debbie and dollar bags of chips and uh, the little Vienna sausages like out of the can. I don't like Little if, Debbie. If you, need to, if you need to borrow milk from your neighbor, do you knock on the door or do you go in through the pipes? <laughs> I've already questioned to the 7-Eleven and told them, told them to give me some milk and they, I got you. and they for free. Uh, they uh, give it to you. What, do they put it in a bowl? <laughs> no. Yeah, hold on. Wait. Wait, what's this? Hang on. Because I've, I've, I've stopped at a fair number of convenience stores in my day. <laughs> give me milk. How do you get it? Yeah, how do you get it out of free milk? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just put it in a bowl outside for them. Because they know me. Because because I, I'm the guy that uh, cleans up the parking lot every morning or something like that for them. And they get, yeah, wait, what you call it? Stuff. What kind of lot is it? What kind of lot is it? You're connected. You're connected. What kind of lot? A uh, 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 parking what? lot. <laughs> oh, a I thought you said lot. something else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't hear parking. I'm sorry. Parking I thought you were doing another Stro- kind of lot. I got you. Stro- yeah, don't no, you remember... Don't you remember those days on the road, like, before you really made it and money was tight? And, like, mm-hmm. you would just stop at the local 7-Eleven to get some free milk? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Hey, hey. It, it really hit the spot. It would never have been tight. <laughs> no, Rapoy. Rapoy, when you get free milk, is it from uh, a lactating woman who works there? Or is it off, yeah. or is it off the shelf? Oh, God. Shelf? No, it's beaver milk. <laughs> I guess you'll grab the refrigerator door and grab it, and uh, so I'm taking this home. But it's okay. They don't charge you? No. no. <laughs> okay. No, you're allowed to get any kind of milk, uh, uh, like chocolate uh, uh, milk or uh, strawberry milk. I'm always going in. You go in there and get free milk? No, I'm going in there and get some free donuts. That's free donuts. This sounds like a great business. Yeah, this <laughs> Red Boy, does this does this convenience store sell items or? <laughs> I 
I got, I got, I got, I got a serious... They're, they're making on. jokes, but I have a serious question. Uh, when you go in to get the milk, <laughs> is it actually like from the refrigerated area, or is it rancid yes. milk that they've pulled from the shelf and is sitting in a box that they give to you? No. It, it's just sitting right there. It, 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 is it cold or, or warm? Is it cold or warm? It's cold. Cold. Is okay. it white or green? It's white, Brady. Come on. You're going to drink green milk? I don't know. Maybe it's St. Patrick's Day. My experience would be green milk. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me There is green. There is green milk in March. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought. So Camp Patty's Day. I'm sorry. I feel like I feel like what Rapoy has done on this show is confessed to serial petty theft. <laughs> no milk and, petty and, theft. You didn't mention cereal. Rapoy, do mm. they give you free cereal at the Seven Eleven too? No. Oh. Have you ever asked, you asked for it? Bummer. Bummer. Rapoy, can you take your phone and go over there now and get free milk with us on the line? Oh, <laughs> uh, not now because I'm in my PJs right now, my my pajamas. <laughs> Okay. So oh yeah, you don't want to be indecent. So Rapoy, so Rapoy, you were negligent. Yeah, yeah, you okay. would never want to be indecent at the Seven Eleven. You would, you know, you got to get dressed <laughs> up to go there. Everybody's um, always, everybody's always. Uh, there's a dress code, <laughs> a collar. You need, a, you need a collar. Uh, <laughs> all right, there's three more things I gotta say before you guys really get rid of me. Kelly, all right, no. Kelly I'm calls just you over. Fun. Brady, Brady, I can't find your Seven Eleven jacket. We can't go. <laughs> Three more things Darn I got to say. I really before... wanted a greasy pizza. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. First one is, to answer your question about AJ Styles, he resigned to 2024. Thank you, Okay, yeah, well, I, I guess two or three years. It's three or four, I guess. Yeah. 2024 okay. when we get, a, uh, get, get another president, I hope. And twenty four. And the sec- and the third and, and the second one is that I got a yeah, good slogan. I got a good slogan <laughs> for right, you, good. so you can put, put it on a shirt, and I bet you it will sell. All right. How I'm much do you want to bet? Are you willing to pay the cost of the shirt? Maybe I'm thinking about it. I'll let you know, but I'm going to okay. say it right now. Okay, the slogan yeah. is. I'm half red, I'm half blue, I'm purple. You know, if you're you purple, it? you should speak to a medical professional. No, <laughs> well, I think that the, the red means Republican, the blue means Democrat, and, and the purple right. is uh, uh, I'm half and half. That's, that's fabulous. Uh-huh. Red, boy, here's, here's, what, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Next week... Shouldn't you be violent? I need... Because you need I white need in you there, too. To, he does. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. Rapoy, I, I think I speak for all of us on this show. Uh, in fact, I know I speak for all of us on this show. When I say that next week, now follow me very carefully, Rapoy, okay? You with me? Yeah. Rap, okay. <laughs> next week, when you call in, I need you to not be in your pajamas. I need you to be in regular clothes. 
because you're going to go next week when you call <laughs> in. You're going to go across okay, the street. I'll, I'll call you when I get in 7-Eleven. How's that? No, no, right. no, and I'll you put you right on. Go in and greet the, greet the 7-Eleven shopkeep. <laughs> and say, I'm going to take milk now. <laughs> I'm going to take my milk. <laughs> I'm going to walk in there. I say, I'm grabbing my milk now, and I'll see you guys on Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. If this, if this happens. They're probably like this, this poor is... homeless guy. <laughs> Just wants milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I got to tell you guys a story. I got to tell you guys a story. Uh-oh. All right, go ahead. Real quick, uh, before I get to the main main question, never. okay? Oh, I thought this was right. the main. You, this is this is the semi main. <clears throat> All right, uh, I posted up a picture of me wearing a turkey hat over the weekend. <laughs> okay, on Facebook. You know, I showed that sucker off my head for five dollars. That hat. You sold it off your head? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I wore it for a half a day. I wore it a half a day. There's a sucker born every minute. (laughs) I wore it for a half a day. And um, the same was looking at the the hats and all, right? Was it hot out? Yeah, it was nice. It was beautiful down there. So, I mean, so you were sweating in this thing. No, I wasn't sweating it. I just had it on my head. You know. Do they have a headlight? Yeah, mm-hmm. Trying to tell everybody that, hey, Thanksgiving coming up, and, and I'm the turkey. You know, it was a turkey hat. The lady uh, um, was looking at the house, you know, right? She asked uh, my buddy, how much? Right? Pointing at me. Oh, he's not for sale. No, not him. I'm with the hat. He said five hours. <laughs> I gave it to him for five hours. The hat. There you go. Mm. Now, 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 now I have to put another another hat on this this Sunday coming up. I'm going to put another hat on and see what we're selling. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and um, one thing is that. I saw another thing that was broken. The face was broken off of it. You, you know those statues that you put up on Christ, around Christmas time? Those classic statues with the lights in it? You mean like the nativity? Yeah. You know, there was a, a caroler with no, with no face, right? A caroler with no face. Okay. Yeah, was, yeah, it was broken. The they sell those broken. things at Hallmark without the faces. I think they're, I don't know why anyone would want them. They look like demons. No, it was broken. You can see right through it. You can see right through it. There, there was no face yes. there almost, except for his it's eyes. Like it's, tra- it's like you're translucent or something. Brady, I love when we put callers on the air and they just talk to us about their opium fevers. Playing one. Playing one. This is just for the guy was looking at it. The guy was looking at it, right? I said, yeah. you know what you could do with that? You could, you know what you could do with that statue? He said, well, I said, you could put a mask on it and uh, stick it up it's COVID-19 Christmas. Stick it up in there. You know what? And he bought it. And he bought it. <laughs> okay. He bought what sound son. does a turkey yeah. make, Brad? Do you remember? Um, what sound oh, does man. a turkey make? What sound does a turkey make? Gobble, gobble. <laughs> I don't say gobble, gobble. 
Okay. <laughs> now, the main question. Oh, good. This call's still going on. The main question. <laughs> I think last no, night wow. on Raw, Titus O'Neil, Titus O'Neil got robbed. <laughs> Titus O'Neil got robbed. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> what did they take, his wallet? Yeah, no. did he report it to the police? No, uh, because... You should, you should call, call police and tell <laughs> Sorry, Ted. <laughs> he got robbed because he had Bobby Rossi on the ropes. <laughs> and the referee did not break it up when he was in the chokehold. He got robbed. I got mm. you. It's crazy. The, ref, the referee never, yeah. never stood him up. Because Bobby yeah, Rossi was on the ropes. Right on that charcoal that he was giving uh, the That's the story you saved for the last. Yeah, that's Jeez. of all the things you could have saved. Can we go back to talking about whether or not they sell groceries at Dollar Tree? Poor Titus O'Neil. <laughs> that guy, if it weren't for last night, he would have had some real momentum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, he really. You know, here, yeah. Brady, you and I were just. Brady, you, Stro, and Derek, and I were just texting in this imaginary group chat that. I've concocted after months of huffing rubber cement. Um, and Take we care, were, all, all four of us, uh, Stro came in the most excited, and he typed in all caps as he does, um, and uh, was just like, <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to see Titus O'Neil's WrestleMania match. The build starts <laughs> tonight. And he yeah, it's going to be against two, Apollo Crews. <laughs> yeah, he spelled it to digit two, N I T E, and um, <laughs> with four exclamation points. Yes, and oh, then good. Derek sent a bunch of fire emojis, and um, and Brady sent a dinosaur emoji, and um, my uh, unable to understand um, the the high discussion, the high level discussion that was going on. I laid on the bed and had a seizure. And bit my tongue off. So, so that's what um, happened. You know what? Okay. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I uh, actually, Ratboy did remind me of something uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, so there's this uh, there's this referee Stro that's uh, training on the independence. He actually is coming up through. Um, I'm not sure what school he's in now, but he got kicked out of this one school I know just because he wasn't kind of progressing as fast as they would have liked. So, he I mean, he's pretty young, you know, and he's training to be a referee. And he um, he put up this video of a tag match that he refereed, right, where there were two guys in the ring involved in the pinfall. And he counted the pinfall even though the two guys were in the ring. <laughs> and his logic was, and and John Finnegan, by the way, ECW ref, and you know he does the independence here, and especially the ECWA in the area. Uh, John Finnegan from ECW says, uh, "Well, you know, you shouldn't have counted that pin." And Ian starts arguing with him. He's like, "Yeah, well, you know, the legal guy was in the ring and he made the pin, so I counted it." And he's like, "Yeah, but you shouldn't have." And then like, so Ian's going back and forth with John Finnegan. And now Mike Keener, the other ECW ref, comes on and he starts arguing with Ian too. And Ian is standing his ground, man. He's he's convinced that he should have counted that pin. 
It was oh, the funniest man. thing. It really is funny. And then I wonder it, why you got yeah. kicked out of a uh, wrestling school. Well, you know they they frown upon that there. They do. Not to they throw Ian under they, the bus. He's a great guy. Oh yeah, no, no, no one, no one likes bus tossers except this next caller, Brady. Who's up next? Well, I was going to try and get Tora since we couldn't get her earlier. Are you there, Tora? No, you're not. All right. Good night, Tora. Love you. Uh, let's go to Justin, who I believe is the final caller of the evening. How you doing, brother? What's up, homie? How you doing, brother? Justin, you there? Homie? I think Justin's been a... Justin must be working a new shift at the Burger King. Mm. No, he's gone from there. No, he works at Lowe's now. What's going I'm on, man? I'm here, I'm here Brady. Wait, you work at Lowe's, don't you? No. No, it's a Home Depot. Home Depot. Oh, well. Now, are you one of those yeah. people that gets mad if I say Lowe's because it's the wrong company? No, yeah, it doesn't. A competitor. No, it doesn't bother me at all. Okay. I, you know what I always Justin, say? I could Home never Depot. get a job there. You know, <laughs> you know what yeah, I always say, Justin? I, I, say, I say that Lowe's is for uh, housewives who want to hang something on the wall, and Home Depot is for <laughs> men who want to build stuff. That's what I say. Yeah. yeah I got to tell you, Lowe's has the better garden center. <laughs> exactly. I, t- I, t- I, I tell you. I'm only playing. I tell you this. I tell you this, Brady. Lowe's does have a better wood selection than we do. Our wood at wow. Home Depot is city quality. It's, it's terrible. No, what what is it? Is it just not like big enough, firm enough? Like what what's the? Uh... No, it's like the. What's the like issue? The is it there. length? No, I like the wood there that we have. Like the. Does it get like too soggy, by, too easy? Like the four by four by eight foot. They they're all. They're all like got chipped up on the edges, and I'm like, it's like no, nobody wants to come in and buy that bullshit. I wouldn't buy it, but uh, more people because most people are mostly using that for fence posting, Justin, and the, the, no, they'll buy that up. I mean, I mean, me yeah, personally, you... I, w- I, w- I wouldn't buy it because because I, I I want it, I want it to be uh, want it to be perfect on on every corner because I'm. I'm anal, perfect. I'm anal you're, perf- when I buy you're Mr. Perfect. I gotta tell you, the thing that bothers me the most, the thing that bothers me the most about the wood selection at Home Depot is that it's too green. Mm-hmm. They haven't seasoned it enough. <laughs> I, um, think, I think it's mostly, you, I think it's mostly the uh, solution they put on it. It's like a salt you, 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 you reminded me of something that I used to think about a a lot, Justin. You were talking about the 4 by 4s which uh, makes me think of 2 by 4s and, of course, then I think about Hacksaw Jim Duggan, obviously. Uh, do you think if Hacksaw had ever turned heel, it would have been cool to see him carry an actual Hacksaw down to the ring and try and use that instead of a piece of wood? I mean, I, 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 think, I think it would have been. Like, imagine if he stalled somebody's arm off. Like, what a heel he would be. Oh, uh, greatest heel ever. <laughs> be amazing. Hey, Brady... Hey, Brady, did you get that folder that I sent you earlier to uh, a Dropbox I did. 
I did, okay. and I, I got to complain a little bit. I, I don't want to call you out here. Uh, so Justin, Justin's getting into ghost hunting like I do. So he says to me, I have a couple clips. Uh, that, I was, you know, I was just sharing it with you because I thought yeah. maybe you would just enjoy it. I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it. He he um mm-hmm. he sent me um I'm gonna say about twenty about twenty. It was uh it was about I'd say about well about fifty five fifty six uh EVPs that I recorded so far. I yeah, but okay, them. but they're not they're not EVPs. They're just three minute long sessions yeah, that I have to like, listen to to see if I hear anything, right? I mean, you can fast forward through them, and there's there's a I can't, few in there. But if I that, fast forward, then I can't hear them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I. I mean, I don't know where to fast forward day. to. I mean, I thought you already I, listened to them when you asked me to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, if I I could send you like two thousand pictures and be like, "There's ghosts in here. Go find them." Do you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I listen to them, and just about, I'd say just about they everyone, have them? You, could hear, you, could, you could hear something in the background. And okay. I See, yeah. I didn't know that. So I, I will go back, and I will listen to the uh, the hour of whatever, you know, that you sent. I, I, I'll... It, I think it I think it was like maybe an hour, but I, but I put an extra hour into it, and I listened to them over. Gave it, gave I got it. Check. It was interesting because I got you. I'll, I'll check things. it out. Like you listen to, like you listen to, you listen to the recording the first time, and yeah. you'll be like, "Oh, that one slipped past," and then you come back to it, and it's like, "Oh, okay, that was in the background or whatever it was." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, I yeah, got but you. I'm definitely, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to looking forward to doing a. Uh, Paranormal investigation with you. I got two more. Yeah, coming at up some actually. point. At some point, I'm yeah, sure I'm we will. Yeah. I'm yeah, you know, after Brady gets his concealed carry license, you know, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to go on a on an expedition. Uh, maybe with I'll you. have. I can I can have Malcolm pick you up on the way up from South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. And then he can get Shro, uh-huh. and then and and then uh. And I then like you know you guys can pick driving up driving separate. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like like national lampoons. You can, can pick up, pick up Kathy. <laughs> yeah, I got I got Berkeley Plantation in December, and I got a two day Aracon in Hanover, Virginia, which would be interesting. It's from that's where the pretzels are from, right? No, nah, yes. it's from it, no. It goes it dates back to uh, seventeen thirty three, and it was actually. Well, I think couple, okay. I was gonna say I think their minor league like basketball team is called the Pretzels. Yeah. I don't know. It's called Hanover Tavern. I love their I love their sourdough nibblers. Oh, they're so good. good. Yeah, I I mm. can really <laughs> go for that. or the garlic ones. Uh, oh, absolutely the, amazing. The garlic hey, nibblers. Got me hungry. What's everybody hungry now? I. My, Table. You know, before I, before we food. before we go around the table and start talking about our favorite food, I want to say <laughs> that uh, the, Philadelphia has a lacrosse team called the Wings, and Buffalo's lacrosse team is called like the Liberty or something like that. And I remember when they were playing, I remember thinking, isn't it really weird? Shouldn't they change their names? Like, shouldn't they switch names? Like, it should be the Philadelphia Liberty and the Buffalo Wings. That would make a yeah. lot more sense. 
And be marked. They're all wild. They're all wildlings. And they'd be <laughs> wild, right? Ooh. Uh, but oh, yeah. My favorite food is my favorite food is pizza, and I could eat pizza all the time. In fact, I, I did for a while, and that's why it took me a while I, to dig myself out of that hole. Health. I tell you, I tell you this, Brady. My favorite food. I constantly eat it every day. It's it's a pickle. Double, no, two double quarter pounders and a fish sandwich just for just for lunch. Two double that quarters is, and, a, and a fish fillet. That sounds healthy. Mm. It is um, nice and healthy. Mm. I'm about 35 mm. and I have diabetes, and I'm like, oh, shit, should I ever ate all that food? That, that'll put <laughs> some meat on your it. bones. Yeah, yeah, it will. Now, uh, Brady, yeah, I got to tell you, now, pizza's a front runner. Pizza's a front runner, but I, um, I like barbecued chicken. Like, yeah, that's, that's good. That's the Lord's food, and especially if you pair it with cornbread. Oh, no, oh, we're talking. Oh, we're talking. A little sweet What's potato pie? Food, yeah, you could throw that in, too. You could throw that in, too. And when I say corn, <laughs> I mean the good, the sweet cornbread. And not adulterated yeah. with the chunks of corn in it, like some heathen offering to bath them. Not like, no, I'm talking not like about just nothing but that. <laughs> No. Stro, what, no, what's your no, favorite cornbread mu- Like the cornbread muffin that you get. That, oh, oh, my God, that's good. I'm going to get some barbecue good chicken stuff. tomorrow. Good stuff. Uh, Stro, oh, what's your favorite oh, I, I love I love grilled food. Like anything grilled or baked, like like. Uh, vegetables, chicken, beef. Spoken like an that athlete. Grilled, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that grilled flavor. You know what I mean? Uh, I just love cooking oh, on the yeah, grill. Yeah. So, so cool. uh, I love now, like barbecue now, season. Absolutely. Now, Stro, since you love since you love the barbecue flavor so much, are you a treasure man? Do you have do you have the big choo choo engine uh, trailer treasure smoker griller? Oh yes. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Of course. There you go. Love barbecue. So Justin, hey, great. So Justin, hey, your your favorite food, Justin, Justin, your favorite food yeah. is two quarter pounders and a fish sandwich. Oh yeah, I can eat that all day. Okay, sounds like a good food. Okay. Food. What were you gonna ask me? Oh, I was just gonna say. Yeah, you 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 won't make forty if you keep up at that. Uh, no, definitely not. Oh, definitely not. I'll probably slump over somewhere. But, but from uh, what I'm getting, that might happen anyway. No, no, I'm okay. No, I'm okay now. Good, good, good. good. But uh, grilled fish is pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not too bad. But you know, I if I'm gonna eat fish, I I I'm a big fan of the fried flounder. I I can do that. Um, but Ooh, most fish see, I, gotta, I don't eat. I gotta tell you, ever, you I, Brady, I, I'm just just tossing this out there. Because um, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna fry my fish, I'm gonna do lake perch. That's that's the Midwesterner in me. The the, the fried. Fish I don't think is, I've ever had perch. That. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. you, you haven't you haven't lived. Um, I'm gonna tell you that if you just bake your flounder and you just squeeze a little lemon over it right at the very end, mm-hmm. it, it's gonna gonna change the way you eat it. Mm-mm-mm. Really. Hey Brady, hey Brady, yeah. have you had a uh, have you had a uh, raw oysters? No, I eat them. that's I, disgusting. I, I, 
No, no. You know what that looks like? You know what that looks like? Those are so that good. Like every time I go, every time I go to the Justin, I'm like I'm going to the bar and eating oysters. Justin, so I had a friend that used to. I had a friend that used to work at a at a gentleman's club, and he would always like wipe down the poles. <laughs> That's what oyster looks like. Oh, oysters are so good, man. Especially when they're raw. Hey, I, like, I'm not. Some people like the stuff that's on the poles. I I just <laughs> whatever that is. I'm not sure. No, no. If you like, if you like oysters, that's cool. I, I mean, I, I couldn't just look at them. Oh, it's they're, oh, they're good. They, they're making nice yeah, gravy with a little bit of sand granules in them. Oh, they're, they're really. That good. sounds horrible. Oh, I love them. They, they're so good, man. <laughs> Why don't you just eat sand? Actually, I actually had Got a lot uh, of granules. I had sand in my Coca-Cola one time, and that was terrible. Nothing you like had what? Sand in your what? Sand in my Coca Cola. And it's nothing oh, like your having Coca-Cola. sandy Coca. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like having sand in your soda. I'm like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a country you western get a song. Sand in my soda. Sand in my yeah. soda. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the bad thing about soda is like. Soda. Once once you get the soda, like you're locked in, you can't replace it. That's that's what sucks yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Well, it was great talking yeah. to you, man. Yeah, this was by man. far the best conversation we've ever had. I think. I I definitely think it was the top ten. Maybe not. Oh, <laughs> this is top one. What was the top one? You you sound like you got another one that was higher. Was it the one where we were? Uh, Writing Yelp reviews for Burger King? No, no. I personally think I think I think I think uh, I think Rap Boy should be higher than mine. I think I should be in the top five. I think he's number one with his with his stories wow. tonight. Oh, if we're talking, looking at, yeah. Now looking at looking at Ghost with uh, on on hallucinogens and all that. I, I, I like Malcolm. I like Malcolm's he calls. Has, like, I can surf the internet, and I know that the conversation is just going to keep flowing. Oh, Malcolm <laughs> has great calls. He has yeah. great calls. I swear, if you give him yeah. four hours of... If you give him four hours of talk time, he will go through the whole four hours. I was on, I was Justin, on the phone with him I, about maybe... Yeah. I was on the phone with him about maybe a year ago. And, I think and I he's was still on the, the phone with you. No, I looked. Mm-hmm. I looked on the phone no. to see how long it, it was, and I was like, "I was like, oh my god, two hours and thirty some odd minutes." I was like, "Hey man, I gotta go. I gotta go to bed." It was like almost. And then all of a sudden, call, you realize like that's two hours just morning. today, not counting that you were on for twenty six hours before that. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yep. That mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks. Thanks for mm-hmm. uh, thanks for uh, getting mm-hmm. on. Oh, yeah. Take care. See you, brother. Yeah, you too, man. Later, guys. <laughs> Later. See ya. Uh, yeah. That was uh, that was Justin. Uh, I I, uh, I I do love our callers. I do. I I always enjoy talking to them at each and every week. It was good to hear from Malcolm this week. I did miss him too. Yeah, <laughs> and he no longer hates me, which is a nice development. I don't know why I don't he started think he to hate me to begin you. with. Well, I remember, I hate the troops, bud. You don't, 
Don't say that, because I. That's I know, not I know, I don't. No, I know, I yeah, don't. Yeah, I know. But I just don't want him to hear you say that and then think that you're really saying that because you don't hate. That's them. true. That's true. Yeah. No, I don't hate them. No, they. I don't hate no. them. No. None of us hate them. No, I don't. I don't. None of us I, hate them. I look. I look forward to their upcoming putting down of riots across the country. Well, you know, they they're uh, they were here to oversee the elections. They didn't do a I good job. I have a bad feeling against you guys. I like all of you. Oh, we love you too, man. We really do. Yeah, I'm oh, you guys still there. I, I didn't hear I from him. Yeah, Colin, let's be your guest, and you guys cutting up, and uh, some people have they they want to show me up, greedy, but I don't care anymore, man. I'm close to Hogan. I don't want to show you. I, I, Brother, I don't want to shut you up. I just want to make time for everybody. You know, that's that's really all it ever is. If I leave you on, man, I'll never get anybody on. <laughs> how's, your, how's Mike doing? Is he okay? I, I know he's been having some health stuff again. And Mike's been having trouble with his radiator in his car. And he's got a, oh, I think it was $1,950 the last two years. He won't let me pay it back to him. I want to help him out. And he's like, oh, you're my little brother. And he's going to cost me his little brother, Brady. And I'm an inch taller than him. Tony Dow, Jerry Mathers. You know what? No, you'll always be you'll always be the baby brother. I don't care how old you get, you'll always be the baby brother. That's the way it works. I'm still you know, you call me my young his younger brother, but I don't know if he calls his little brother because I'm a big guy now. Yeah. When I was a basic training I only weighed hundred and twenty one pounds, I weigh over two hundred and fifty pounds. I'm really happy about that. Are you really that how tall are you, Malcolm? Yeah. Six five. How tall are you? Six Wait, five. so you're six five two fifty? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I knew you, know you were big. I, I didn't realize you were that big. Joe Montana. I met Joe Montana. Uh, he's like one of my idols, and I go and I'm a Raider fan. Yeah. I went to Joe and I said, I like the Niners too. I think you're one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. And I want to get a picture. You didn't call him a whiner, and did I was you? Him, I said, Joe, can I kneel? He goes, No, you stand yeah. where you want, where you are. Wow. Joe's a great guy. He's from Pennsylvania. Stro, is it um Stro, is it scary to see Malcolm in person? Or is he like a gentle giant? <laughs> no, he's, he's great. Oh yeah, he, he, he's great, yeah. I mean you can't you can't no mistake with Malcolm. When you see when you see him with a snake around his neck and all his gimmicks yeah. next to him, I mean yeah, yeah, he's no no denying I, Malcolm. I have never been in a room with Malcolm, but I always hear that, like, you hear him when he comes in the room. Like, every, the attention just turns toward wherever he is. <laughs> well, Brady, I want the spotlight to be on you. Oh, brother. I want we send pictures with Brady. We have to talk about You're like the friend. You're the man, dude. Yeah. You're the man. Malcolm, uh, we're going to get out of here for this week, I think. But, uh, I got no, sorry, parting thoughts. No hard feelings against you. I just want to get away from Las Vegas and stupid Raiders. They're not the Raiders I grew up with. Stay at work now. You're off the Raiders now. Wow. And they're doing well, aren't they? Yeah, they're 5-3. Can you believe that? I rooted for them. And they had one winning season. Now they're 5-3. I'm like, uh, I guess I left. They're getting better. <laughs> well... You know what? They'll always be there when you want to go back, you know? 
Oh, I, I still love you, Brady. It's just I, I've been to 113 NFL games in my life. I want to meet some rappers, yeah. man. I want to meet Strum, and I want to meet there you go. Yeah, it's not even like they're at the Oakland Coliseum anymore, you know? Yeah. And you it's know, not the same. I met, I met Xavier Woods, and he was actually Consequences Creed when I met Jay Lethal. I didn't even know I met yeah. Xavier Woods. The guys were telling me you met Xavier Woods. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was how I met him. It was right out of uh, TNA. Before yeah, I, I met him like two days before he signed with WWE. Yeah, Brady, I went up to him and Kay Leaf, and I go, Yeah! We're at TNA Fan Interaction, and the madness is all around us. Kathy and I went and met him at a bar a couple years ago. It's always great to see him. Uh, Malcolm, we're going to get out of here, brother, but uh, it was great to talk to you. Uh, If you talk to Mike, uh, please send him my best. I'm going to send him a message before I get off tonight, but uh, definitely take care of yourself, brother, and I will talk to you soon. Hope your Eagles win. You too, homie. Thanks, brother. (laughs) He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, Yeah, so I, I think we're good. Um, I think right, we are too. That you, did you have anything that you wanted to mention on the way out? Are you you good? Well, I want to ask you something. Um, okay. Has blog has blog talk been having trouble getting connected as a host? Uh, no, but I was having some trouble today with um, my line not unmuting apparently, and. Uh, then I was having trouble with... No, it wasn't even that. I couldn't hear or talk. And then it disconnected me once randomly. But other than that, no, I don't think so. Okay. No, I had similar problems on a different thing I do. And I was... Oh, okay. I was curious. You know, we're, we all... You know, uh, it, we, we, it we sounds like, like blog talk. Show. Yeah. It sounds like blog talk, though. I mean, they're always yeah, no, some I kind of nothing. problem. I have nothing real to plug, Brady. You know that. I come okay. on and do this show for kicks, but you know I have nothing. I have nothing actual meaningful to plug. That all goes to Stro Maestro. Stro. <laughs> Stro. Uh, <laughs> take us out, brother. What you got? Well, don't miss WWE Retro this Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on DudesNation.com, and this Friday night at midnight, uh, the Stro Zone. The feature will be. Destroy Our Monsters, starring Godzilla. So please tune in. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you to the one and only Prince Nana. Amazing interview. Uh, be sure to reach out to him and, and uh, find out all about his business opportunity. It's an amazing thing. You guys got to check this out. Uh, so be sure to follow Prince Nana on all forms of social media. He's a tremendous guy. He will embrace you, and he will talk with you still. So. Uh, like I said, he's just a tremendous guy. Uh, next week on the program, we're going to have on hardcore legend in the Philadelphia area, uh, forefather to ECW, uh, DC Drake is going to be joining us on the program, and I'm I'm excited to talk to, to uh, DC. I've never actually had the pleasure. I, I might have met him at one show once, uh, but that was a long time ago. He certainly wouldn't know who I am. Uh, but he seems very excited to do this thing. And uh, so I'm excited. Next week, DC Drake, of course, don't forget to check out all ECWA stuff. They'll be back on, I believe it's December 5th, 
uh, ECWA, I'm assuming Toys for Tots, December 5th in Morganville, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ECWAWrestling.com. If you were looking for me at Pretzelmania, I apologize. Uh, unfortunately, I had that fever come up, and with the uh, coronavirus protocol, I didn't want to take a chance and uh, risk anybody's health, let alone my own. So I apologize to everybody that was looking for me there. Also, December 5th, Super Crazy Pro Wrestling returns at the uh, their arena down in Deptford, New Jersey. Check them out on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Thank you to all the callers. You guys are amazing, each and every one of you. I appreciate you guys staying loyal when not everyone has. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, thank you to the best crew that I could ever ask for. Kathy, Stro, Derek, Matt, Ray. All you guys are amazing, and you bring so much to the table. It's truly a pleasure. Be sure to check out all the other great shows that VOC Nation has to offer. Uh, just go to VOCNation.com and find us on all your favorite podcast platforms as well. And don't forget to go to iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a great review. Check out ProWrestlingTees.com backslash VOCNation. Buy the shirt. Lots of great designs there. Don't want to miss out on any of it. Ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed week. Take care of yourself. Be good to one another. And I'll talk to you all very soon. Love you all. Bye-bye.